Welcome, everyone. Merry Christmas. Why do we do that? We're here uh, with Brent and Aaron in our lovely uh, Christmas studio that it's we've rented beautiful. out in, uh, in uh, upstate New York. I believe our, I can our smell the, lodge. I can smell the roasting marshmallows in the background in the uh, Yule log. It's I would say nice. your hair's on fire, but you wouldn't buy it. Yeah, that is a bummer. So what's going on, guys? Just uh, busy holiday season. Yes. Busy holiday season. It is busy. Talk so, about it amongst yourselves as I go get our notes. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> well, Brett, what have you bought so far for me? Let's see. My holiday sh- uh, shopping has consisted of absolutely nothing that's going to be bought for the holidays. Yeah. And paying off children's college and or expensive trips to other countries. Mm, I say, And you're going to another country when? Um, well, I was in Canada when I was like eight. How was that? Uh, Miniature World. You didn't go to Miniature World, I have you? been to Miniature World. It was With quite us? nice. Uh, did you go to Mystic Seaport? I mean, was it with our parents? It is funny that we were in the same family, <laughs> but we can't remember this. I did go to Miniature World in Canada, yes. With the family. Yes. All right, and yeah. Donna was there as well. Yes, she was. That I was don't remember awesome. you being there. Oh, right? my gosh. It was the best thing ever. That's the... It, of what little of Canada I have seen, Miniature World is by and large the best part of Canada. What was your favorite part of Miniature World? Uh, feeling like King Kong. Yeah. It's like rising above the, uh, like, you know, tower. the buildings. It was very quite nice. The miniatures were quite well. De- uh, oh, done. it was. I would. I'm actually still around. You know, I don't even know if I want to go back because the <laughs> miniatures could not possibly be as good as they are yeah. in my mind's eye. I'll tell you, I had thought that trip was pretty boring. And then we went no, up to that point. Okay. Well, yeah. We went well, to, actually, I like We maybe. went to Mystic Seaport, and I believe yes. it was at Massachusetts. And uh, it was not that great. And I wanted to go to the beach real bad. And so yeah, we wrong, drove to the beach. Place. And we were, no, it was, it was in Massachusetts. Well, yeah. But and we drove there, and we were at the beach. I was like, finally, we've gotten to the beach. And we went there, and I was there for 10 minutes. They're what? like, let's pack up and move. I was like, well, son of a gun. The, uh... The Northeast beast Beach region isn't quite known for its fun and laughter. That's true. Especially if you like, say, Jersey. See, I like it when we echo. It's like instant gratification. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, that was a really good line. Mm-hmm. I'm glad Indeed. I said that. I, uh, whoa. I'm doing things on the screen that I'm not actually doing in real life. Don't pay attention to the screen. Oh. It will mess with your mind. <laughs> Don't pay, <laughs> pay no attention to the man on the screen. So... Anyway, boring trip, and then here comes Miniature World. Oh, Tremendous. Oh, oh. I love this little, like, uh, well, I don't know if this is a little attraction. It was a pretty no, epic. It, it was a pretty big place. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, for a, with a lot of little stuff in it. Right? Oh, yeah. I believe well, yeah. they had a garden there, too, as I recall. Uh, probably. I just remember being posing behind pictures of, of huge monuments, being like, Rrr! I'd like to see some of those pictures. I don't remember if we ever took um, pictures that I remember yes. seeing them. Do we have some? They do exist. I have seen them within the past decade. Mm, very good. So, uh, past decade. Well, that was good shape there. Well, hey, I didn't say let's narrow it down. Well, this just, story has no relevance to Christmas, though, does it? Now that I think uh, about it. Well, you know, Christmas, time to be with the family. Uh, that's fun to see. It was a summer trip, wasn't it? Well, that's we were still a family. I do remember that was the thickest fog I've ever seen. We went. Drove, my dad drove through a fog. That literally, I couldn't see the front of the car. Do you remember? It was so foggy I couldn't see the inside of my own eyelids. That's how foggy it was. <laughs> do you remember? Uh, you know the, the the stereotypical view of Canada is oh they're super nice people and 
And I they love everybody. I remember them all staring at us like we were like some kind of freaks, I mean, get, which we could be. I get that a lot. But, but I, did I you remember that? Hoses. I remember. Here's what I remember from Canada. Miniature World. I remember eating some donuts. All right. I do like donuts. I remember Dad talking about how expensive the donuts were. <laughs> I, I, I remember being baffled by the metric system and, and looking at the street signs and everything that said all they're all in French. Yes, the the dual language so, of Canada. And then that's it. And I remember the Canadian side of the uh, Niagara, Niagara Falls. Falls. Yeah, and it was not as cool they, as the American says because we've got the falls. All they well, can do is look at them. I was going to say they've got the better view. They've we've, got a whirlpool or something. We've got the. We've got I the do better, have a better view. Thing. We actually have the thing, right? right. But uh, so Christmas shopping, you uh, haven't done any, is what you're saying? Uh, well, I, well, to be honest, uh, we're putting so much out in extracurricular activity that the kids know that uh, they're getting nothing. To not expect much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, which and they're actually, I mean, they're old enough to know that uh, you know, money doesn't magically appear. All right. So it looks like we got Bam Biker. And we got Trey Guard here in the chat room. Welcome. Hey, guess, guys. Live uh, stream. Yeah. That's, that's a, we've, it's a new territory. It is. <laughs> it's a whole new world. Um, so uh, we're going to go ahead and just kind of jump right into things. Um, welcome to our uh, Christmas celebration. We have many things to talk about today. Um, but I figured we'd start the show like a normal show. Because Aaron does have some Amiga news that he wants to uh, to share with us. Let me just consult the tablet of joy here that I did not prepare ahead of time. <laughs> I, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's uh, uh, as the Christmas season rolls around, I'm actually seeing quite a bit of action on the old uh, on the old Amiga front. Uh, you know, maybe people are gonna are angling for some gifts or something. The uh, 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 the site's been hopping. And uh, we have gotten a lot of action on there. Let me just cruise over here. Um, While you're looking that up, all right. Um, you know the little Nintendo came out recently. The uh, Nintendo, oh yes, the we've Nintendo had, me and Boat had quite a conversation about that. Uh, I was watching a gentleman that was reviewing it, and they're like, he he is uh, from the UK, and he was like, you know, this is pretty neat, but in Europe, you know, the NES was nothing. It sold nothing. Mm -hmm. We were all computers and. And Amigas and Amstrads and all this stuff, and he said, "Why don't they make one of those? Do you think that would sell? Do you think something like that would sell? I mean, obviously not necessarily over here." Well, I, I think that the NES was not a success in Europe relative to the computers that were there, but it still sold a fair amount of units, and the amount of units that sold for, like the amount of Amstrads that sold worldwide, that would you know that would predicate this sort of a product launch. I just don't think the numbers are there to market it at something under $100. You don't think that you could put together a little Amiga-like shell? Um, the problem, of course, is going to be the keyboard. Right. Uh, you, well, plenty Amiga would, games you could would be no problem. Well, that's the thing. You would have to pick games that, that you could play with a, with a stick and one button. I just wonder if, if there was any market. And if there is, especially considering the age of uh, the, the games and stuff, and I'm sure there are enough good games that have fallen out of copyright that even uh, an individual could put something like this together. I, I think I think what you're touching on is an absolute fact. If you got together, let's say you put out a Psygnosis 20 and 1, just, just off the top of my head, let's say 10 and 1, 
right? You put the you put all the Shadow of the Beast, including the third one, which no one else got to play. You put uh, uh, Awesome on there. You put a couple other games that you could play with just a joystick and a button. You'd have to go in there and, and do a little, you know, retro program to go back and change a few things. But would that sell in the in Europe? I think it would. Would it sell here? Probably not. Well, here's the thing. Um, you'd have to make units in quantity. When I had my plan to make little Amiga 1200 kind of figurine Amigo size, uh, you know, figurines, uh -huh. I would have to make a thousand and sell them at a hundred dollars a piece to break even. Mm. Which would absolutely never. Right. Yeah. Which would never happen. So to make something as complicated as a plug and play device, mm -hmm. you're going to have to sell 10 times that amount just to break even. Oh, I don't know. I think you could... Now, the quantity would be an issue. I mean, because you couldn't sell... You couldn't sell more than maybe 5,000. And here's the thing. Realistically. Um, they didn't sell enough Amigas to stay in business when they were actually a solvent company. Right, but this is... You're talking about an expense of, of 10 times the magnitude of what I'm talking about. I'm talking about something you could stick a, a Raspberry Pi in and accomplish... It's already been done. Well, and I think that that's the that's the thing. Why bother buying a more expensive piece of kit that does the same thing as a thirty five dollar Raspberry Pi? Well, yeah, but you were all for the yeah. NES. Well, I knew that was I'm, ar I'm arguing the other side tonight. I've switched. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm going to buy is that this piece my of is, is this my Christmas gift all of a sudden? You're right. It is crap. You win the argument, Aaron. Yes, <laughs> finally. No, and honestly. Uh, uh, okay, let's say I'm in the UK, all right, or I'm in Europe, all right. I put together like a, a Gremlin pack, another one that would sell. Okay, mm -hmm. I'm just thinking. Or if you took t the top ten games for the Amiga that you could finagle with a joystick and one button, Jack Specifics behind there, somebody like that. Okay, it'd be emulation. You could absolutely sell a bundle, and you could absolutely make money if you wanted to put the R and D in it. And the hard thing would be, it would the hardware would be no problem. It would be no problem. You could, I mean, any amateur could put this together. Like, I could put one together. I could put together a joystick and and the emulation and everything. Personally, I could make one for probably 20 bucks, right, uh, without any problem. I don't believe that. Okay, no. we'll, we'll talk about that later. You just mean a, a board. No, You're I mean, I could have a case. joystick and with a thing under it. I'll build into one unit and play it and play any Amiga game I wanted to, to a certain degree. Well, that, that was now. Here's the here, wait. Here's the oh, caveat. Oh, okay, it has to be. <laughs> it doesn't actually function or exist in no, real life. No, that's not true. It's we'll get on that podium. someday. We'll get on that path. <laughs> but, but the games would have to be altered to remove any need for the keyboard. A lot of Amiga games have one. That's, now, not all of them, but right. a lot of them. You have to use. You could go through and just pick out ones that don't require any keyboard input, and use them. Same thing with like. I mean, but you could do the same thing with DOS booters. You do the same thing with a lot of any old computer stuff, you know, that as long as you can work out not needing the keyboard, you could do it. The hardware's already there. It's already cheap. Okay. The, the software would be what you have to manipulate to make it work. If you can put this kind of device together off, with new off-the-shelf parts uh -huh. for less than $20, I will do whatever kind of crazy thing on the podcast you want me to do. Because there is no way that you can do no, that. I see, I'm, not doing, I'm not saying that. Well, I will, I'm I, out in that bed. Let me post. just say this. <laughs> All right, and I'll, I'll leave it at this. Uh, you can get a Raspberry Pi Zero for $5, okay? 
Uh, now that I have learned, that does not include shipping, and they and they kill you on the shipping. Also, doesn't include a power supply. Power supply, USB, your batteries, something like you could do anything. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh, adding up. Power about twenty bucks. Power supply uses a cell phone power supply, USB. Those things cost nothing. Okay, you need one SD card. Okay, of your choosing, and you wouldn't need a big one. Okay. I've actually priced those. Micro you can SD get cards. Micro SD, you can get three of them for less than eight bucks. Okay, okay, you can get that's no problem there. So what what's left? A controller of some sort. The Raspberry Pi has a micro S a micro HDMI. It has a micro USB. So you would have to get those adapters, which are not expensive, but they are an additional cost, right? So you've got so what do we got? We've got the we've got the five dollar thing. We've got the S the SD card. We've got the uh, joy the joystick itself, and those two controllers plus some sort of uh, 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 some sort of uh, uh, power supply. So it would be it'd be tight. But wait, but one thing, let me say this. Hold okay. on a second. Okay. I this would be buying parts off shelf mm-hmm. and making it myself. Mm-hmm. If I'm a Jack specific, if I'm a, uh, a a big a bigger player than me, who I'm nothing. Okay. These parts, you wouldn't go through a Raspberry Pi. You'd have some sort of custom board that would be much cheaper to make. Much cheaper. And keep in mind, the Zero will run it. But this would be a cheaper... I mean, everything would be cheaper because you'd be making them in bulk. So, I mean, I think there's a, I think you could market something like that. Now, what would you market it for? I don't know, 30 35 bucks, Maybe more? I don't know. I don't know what the market would bear on that. But, I mean, saying the technology is there to do it. And I think there's a probably... I think the Nintendo thing has proven, has shown that they're... That uh, uh, there, there's a market out there for some of these old games. Now, Nintendo obviously is an Amiga. Amiga doesn't have the kind of uh, popularity that the Nintendo does, but it, in certain parts of the world, it does. And I think there's probably a market for that stuff if someone wanted to tackle it. Now, that's not getting into the the hardest part again: software manipulation. Plus, you get about a licenses for some of this stuff. And like for example, Psygnosis was bought by Sony. Mm-hmm. Gremlin, we talked about uh, last week, I believe, was bought by. Uh, uh, Infograms. I think they ended up with them, and so they're not just going to be like, "Oh yeah, sure, <laughs> take well, our property and use it." They're going to charge you. That's you know, it's going to be expensive. Do you think there's enough good defunct, uh, copyright-free games? Uh, there out are. There? there are hardly any. I'd have to see a list. I mean, most everything. The only Team Seventeen released their games into the wild, but they didn't. They didn't approve them for commercial release. Right. Right. Yeah, that wouldn't cut it. And so you know, you run into that, and you also run into the fact. That like, for with the NES Mini, you know you're going to plug this thing into your TV and go. Most of the time, when you had an Amiga, if you were a kid or a grown up or whatever, you weren't plugging it into your TV. You were plugging it into a monitor. You already had a PC like experience using the Amiga, which you replicate exactly by using your current day PC. You know, if you buy a game on Steam like Wings Remastered or the the Cinemaware Collection on Steam. You load it up with the mouse and the keyboard just like you did on your Amiga. You're not getting enough yeah. of a unique experience. That's true. I was actually, when I what <laughs> I was picturing, and you guys really went down a, a way different, more complicated path. We'll do that. I pictured a little, the molding would be what you would essentially buy. A little molded mm-hmm. Amiga 500. Right. And that would be your selling point. I mean, mm-hmm. it would play games, but you wouldn't buy it because it's the same with the, with the Mini. Yeah, and I think that the, you see the... I don't know, Brent, if you've seen the Armiga, but this is a... Um, it is a 
Android-based machine that is enclosed in what looks like an Amiga disk drive enclosure. And it actually emulates uh, the system to such a degree that you can actually put a floppy drive into it. Disk. And, floppy yeah, disk floppy disk, sorry. Drive, yeah. You put a floppy disk into the, the drive itself, and it will run. So it's basically a fully featured Amiga in what looks like an Amiga disk drive they have, case. They have one that isn't even a drive as well, a cheaper version where you just mm-hmm. would put... Use an SD card or whatnot. Yeah. So these things, and I don't know how well they're selling. I know that there's a lot of hate directed towards the Armiga because it is just emulation running in a pretty box. But that's what we're talking about doing here. Well, and also, that's unless you're going to build a chip or something. That's right. And that's 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 the way we are. I mean, the NES is the same way. It's emulation. There's no. It's not a real deal so but all right i sidetracked us enough i'm sorry <laughs> but my my challenge still stands aaron i want to see the 20 dollar. i think you should at least boost it up joystick. to 25 okay 25 25 <laughs> and now i will golden. i will do whatever crazy thing you want me to do on the podcast all right i'll pawn it i want you to dress up in a completely green oh wait <laughs> <laughs> i've got a couple projects boiling right now but when i get done with them okay. i'll put it on the docket okay. Uh, well, let's go ahead and jump into, you know, we solicited the Amiga. Oh, yeah, news. Yeah, you forgot about that part. Sorry, so, um, first out of the gate, and this is straight off our good friends over at Indy, Indy Retro News, my personal favorite site for news, I'd say. They're great. Uh, yes, they're tremendous, and they're, everything is well formatted. Just I don't know if we give them enough of a shout-out. Indy Retro News, great, great, great. Um, uh, you'll recall a, a little game that we have pondered over the over the past months and years called Another World, aka Out of This World, in the states. Uh, great game, uh, and the Amiga had a great version. Uh, the uh, I didn't know this, but the DOS version of this game included an extra level that the really? Amiga one didn't have. Interesting. And I've played the DOS version, but I don't know if I've gotten that far enough to even know. Well, someone has ported that level over to the Amiga, huh. and it's now available. And uh, there's links in our Google Plus, Facebook, uh, everything will be set up. Uh, so if you want to have a go at this extra level, see, this is, I think this stuff's brilliant. I personally love it when people do that. So for those of you that haven't got to try that, which I, I count myself amongst them, that'll be that'll be fun to do. Now, is <clears throat> now is it the entire game plus the extra level? Not, I'm not sure. I think it's the, they've just pa- packaged it in the game. But I, I, I haven't downloaded it to try yet. Neat. Um there's a new demo out. I don't usually talk about demos, but this is a Christmassy type demo. It's the Max Knight Christmas demo has been released at, uh, in time for the holidays. Uh, the uh, I, haven't, I haven't played this yet. I just found out about it last night, but it, uh, the, this, the uh, screenshots look pretty interesting. And so it's available to demo, and apparently the game will be released, uh, I think it's uh, next year in February or March. Okay. So I don't know if it's a, I don't know if Max Knight Christmas demo is a Christmas game, uh, or Max Knight, the demo, has a Christmas demo. So either way it goes, it's a Christmas demo. Go out and have a look at it. Um, let me see if there's anything else of any consequence. Uh, we talked about the uh, Christmas uh, the Christmas release for the CD32. I think that's going to... We're going to have an in-depth look at that at some point. The uh, uh, the, the uh, multi-game thing. Um, let's see if we've got anything else of any consequence here. I think that's just about it. I saw that uh, it's. I mentioned this only because we've been. For those of you who haven't paid attention, we have a. We've had a. We've had a scoring, uh, or a time, uh, uh, contest on the first track of Stunt Car Racer. Great game, 
beloved game. We all love it. And uh, uh, I believe it was Chris Folds that started to kick that one off. And everyone's been contributing these scores, and they keep dropping. I noticed that uh, they have released one of those like uh, roll, pre-rolled uh, IBM emulator packages of, of uh, Stunt Car Racer. So if you're on an IBM Windows, I say IBM. I should just ah. say Windows. <laughs> no. I showed you where my head's been for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, in case you're on the mainframe. If you're on, if you're in a a, a PC, uh, and, or if you're in one, you've got problems, or you're trying. If you're on a PC and you want to play stunt car racer, you don't have to go to the rigmarole of setting it up and getting ROMs off junk. It's a, there's a there's a nice one out there. I also sell that on Indie Retro, and you can get it. I've already tried. I, tried, I did the same thing on Fighting Spirit with one of these pre-rolled, uh, you know, uh, ready to go. EXE file special, sort of like the company did, and it worked great. It worked great. Fighting Spirit ran perfectly. So if this thing runs as well, you're in business. And Stunt Car Racer, I liked Fighting Spirit, but Stunt Car Racer is the is the bomb. So that's the one. If you're on a PC, go get it and play it and it, and try to beat the incredible time that was set, which I believe is now down to would you say two eighteen? Two eighteen. That's going to be a tough one to beat. <laughs> yeah, that's I think that's Paul Kitching. And oh, he's, Paul he, got he, it? he did it first on um, he did it first on emulation, and then he went to the real hardware, and he ended up getting the exact same time two eighteen forty years. Because I'm telling you, when I got when I got when I set my mark, which was two twenty four, I was I was damn proud of that mark, and I was coming around the track like a, a freaking demon, you know. I thought, man, this is going to be the time to beat. So if someone dropped it that far, that's freaking amazing. I'm, I was very impressed. Uh, that's pretty much all the news I've got uh, for this week. Uh, you know, are you going to go over the site updates? No. Okay, well, I will just say we've had a ton of site updates this week. And we've had a ton of people contributing. Uh, we've had a, we've had a lot of new people putting up videos. Uh, and uh, uh, I know Gary and Chris and, uh, have put stuff up. There's some awesome uh, uh, videos up right now and uh, of some crazy games. There was a game based on, uh, 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 I think it was called Neighbors. It was a uh, TV show on the BBC. I vaguely recall this show. I never knew there was a game based around it. I was baffled to see that. So there's a lot of good content coming out. I mean, it's there's so much going on. I can't even keep up. It's like total nonstop. I mean, if you're looking for, if you're bored, and you need some Amiga action. Amigos. Oh, we got tons of that stuff going on. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and if you're watching the stream right now, I just restarted the stream. So um, just hang tight. I see we got plenty of action here in the chat room. Uh, Brent is. Well, I forgot we were live. That's Brent crazy. is there and tinfoil. He is tinfoil. I'm Amigos Podcast. Aaron is not participating in the chat. He doesn't like. I it. chat in real time. He yo, chats in on real the screen. Time. All right. Looks like we are uh, we are getting back into it. at least. I'm seeing some action here. Um, Let's see. Looks like, as far as our encoder, yeah, I mean, it's maybe next time we do one of these. I don't know, Brent, do you know anything about using the software versus the hardware encoder? Uh, you don't want to mess with that stuff. All right, I will not mess with that <laughs> stuff. It, uh, it says, encoding overload, consider turning down video settings or using a faster encoding preset. So... You're not actually trying to uh, stream. Yeah, don't have the don't have the stream actually running. Pause it. It looks like we're good now. I'm just gonna I'm gonna close that, 
and then get the chat back up. It's always okay. It's always a technical a challenge when the amigos yeah. are involved. All right, this is this is like the amigos, the live stream junior. <laughs> so I've been I've been working all day on getting everything organized, but really the real winners are Chris Folds and um, and uh, Dreamcatcher because they put together these segments that we are going to avail ourselves of. Um, let's see if I can go ahead and. Brent, if you'll continue to monitor the chat as I'm going to go full screen here on this. Um, first of all, I want to share our first Christmas story. This is from Kim Tombi Humberstad mm. from Norway. Um, and uh, he shares the following story with us. He says, even though the following story is not strictly about Christmas presents, it was meant to be from my parents' side. Um Let's see. He says, uh, the story begins in late November 1990 when my father had been on a two-week business trip to the U.S. all the way from Norway. We were two brothers eagerly waiting for his return with both having Amiga games on our wish lists. Um, Dad didn't know much about the Amiga, and we didn't really even know if there was a market for Amiga games in the U.S. at the time. So this is 1990. To his surprise, he walked into a game shop in Texas and found a bunch of games on sale buying several more than he had planned. His, he packed his suitcase so full that we saw nothing but boxed games neatly stacked side by side when he opened his suitcase. Lovely. This never happened with my dad, no. by the way. <laughs> well, you, your dad would never have walked into a store full of a bunch of Amiga games That's on true. sale. That's true. An image so burnt into my memory, I was surprised to find that no real picture exists to send to you. I have memories like that, too, where I, I feel like there's got to be a picture because it's so clear to me. Anyway, he says, not only did he find games we didn't have and none of our friends had, but also the games were awesome and became some of our all-time favorite Amiga games. For me, it was Lost Dutchman Mine, and for my brother, it was Wayne Gretzky Hockey. Lost Dutchman, I forgot about that one. Yeah, and he says, all I need now is for you two to do a review of Lost Dutchman Mine. I've played that, but I, mean, I don't remember anything about it. Well, it was a long time ago. God, I forgot about that. Yeah, so we'll we'll check that out. And he says, um, Merry Christmas and thanks again for the effort you put into the show. And the picture is from December 1990, him in the back and his two brothers. And the poster on the wall was from Star Goose. And the other one is possibly a map from It Came From the Desert. You know, he the he's the little feller in the back there. Yeah. you could, I could see why they liked Wayne Gretzky so much. Because oh. that's hockey hair yeah, right there. Is. Yeah, right it there. is. The hat is off. <laughs> Beautiful. And look at those joysticks. What kind of joysticks are those? They look like uh, dual yolk. Yeah. Like from an egg. That's what they, that's what they yeah. have a couple of those are Those are super schmancy. That would have cost a bundle. I mean, I'd wager. Look at that. I mean, those are nice. I've never seen anything quite like this. Have you? Mm-mm. Very cool. Um, next, we've got uh, Dreamcatcher. So, Dreamcatcher. This is uh, Merry Old England. All right. Back in the uh, early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. And Dreamcatcher is seated with the dog. And that's his older brother. So uh, The dog's his older brother? The dog's his older brother. Wow. <laughs> and um, he didn't really have a, uh, a gaming-related uh, story, but he did send a whole bunch of pictures. And so uh, I'm always interested to see what Christmas looks like in other countries. And uh, But you've got your news of the world there on the table. And uh, who are the who are the who's that the the two man DJ band that did the soundtrack for Tron? Daft Punk. That's he looks like one of those guys. <laughs> Where's the other one at? You know, maybe, he, maybe the brother of the dog is the other guy. That's true. That's true. So Dreamcatcher, thank you. I love that scene right there, by the way. Oh, that 
that takes me back to uh, I mean just the, the shag carpet yes. and the, <laughs> the curtains yep. and the hanging the the uh, cards on the wall mm-hmm. very nice it, I love it yeah yeah we didn't care much about safety hazards back in those days nope <laughs> uh, let's see uh, our n- next story. Actually, you know what? Let's take a break from the stories and let's play our first game. Are you guys ready? Oh, okay. Yes. All right. We're going to play a game. We're going to play The Price is Right. Okay. I can't help to know. The Price is Right very dark right now. (laughs) Well, that's because I'm going to uncover our first item. So this is an Amiga 600. Okay. And this came from a catalog, I think. And this is... Chris Folds did this. And I think that he said... Oh boy, I didn't put this on the notes. I think he said that this came from a 1992 catalog. Okay. okay. So it 92. is 92. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's your guys' job and mine too, because I can't remember any of these prices. To uh, <laughs> so try and determine how much these cost back in the day. Is this in dollars or pounds? Well, I looked up the exchange rate and it was about two to one. Okay, so, we'll so I'm going to go whatever. in dollars. Yeah. So wow, <clears throat> two to one, it was a lot worse. Two to one back then. Back then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to guess, I say it says 92, you said? Mm-hmm. I'm going to put the, that one in at, uh, uh, let's say, 349, and the hard drive version would be uh, an even 500 bucks. Okay, so 349 divided by 2 is what, 175? Pounds, you mean? Yeah, 175 okay. pounds, because that's what these prices are going to okay. be. Okay. See, I think it's going to be a little more than that. Okay, go ahead. Uh, in fact, I think it's quite a bit more than okay. that. Okay, I could be... In 92, I'm going to say 225 pounds Okay. Uh, for the non-hard drive, and uh, 325 for the hard drive one. Okay. Um, I actually do remember the prices on this one, so I will not be playing. Uh, it's time for the big reveal. The real prices are for the Amiga 600. 279 Oh, I was way off, wasn't I? And for the Amiga 600 with the hard drive, 429 yeah. Wow. See, I knew it was going to be a, the hard drive that big time back then. Yeah. You know what irritates me? Now, this irritated me back then, so maybe I was thinking about this with rose-colored mentality. The 600 was supposed to be the freaking budget right. box. <laughs> you know, And I remember thinking... That's the budget. We know that. What the? And not to mention when you consider that the 500 was still on the shelf at the same time. And effectively, this was a 500. I mean, it was, I mean, it was a more annoying to use 500. <laughs> if you had a 600 back then, and my you know, my buddy had one. If you wanted to run your old software, it was often a pain in the butt because of the of the, the Kickstarter and, and the uh, and the fact that it just it was a low off, you mm-hmm. know. So it's amazing to me that they were charging that much in '92, and they were circling the drain. By the way. Oh yeah. Oh, well, yeah. you won that one, Brent. Well done. Do we have any uh, any 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 chat action going on? There is chat, just not uh, no pertinent. guesses. All right, come on, guys, guess with us. Yeah, it's fun to be wrong. <laughs> no, it's not. All right, here is the next one: PC emulator with a plug-in option for HD8 and A530. Okay, I used to have one of these okay. for the uh, for the for the one thousand. So this is emulating a sixteen megahertz <laughs> processor. Those were so neat. I remember when I got mine. it supports it supports all those old video cards. Yeah, well, yeah. The, the, I'll, I'll be honest with you, the VGA 
No, not real. <laughs> you see where it says monochrome right there? Yeah. You're not going to be loading up Wing Commander on this thing, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, um, for most functions of a PC, it would be fine. Mm-hmm. I used it not that much, but it was still neat to have. Plus, I'd show about I, I loved having people come over and be like, hey, look at this computer. Now, look at this. Now, look, let's load up a Mac. <laughs> you know, you could, the Amiga was very versatile. Really, I used to have a program called CrossDOS that would let me read PC discs. Mm-hmm. And it was as easy to use. It was easier to use than this in a lot of ways because I could just copy stuff back and forth. Very handy when I used both. So we're going to guess this. And what what year did this come out, does it say? Uh, this is, this is all from the same catalog. Oh, okay. So. Well, this is for the five... Uh, this is the... Uh, for the sidecar here. This isn't the same kind I used to have. I got mine pretty cheap, but I'd wager this one's probably going to be a little more expensive. I'm going to say this one is... Uh, let me see here. Let's go with 80 pounds. All right. Brent, do you have a guess on the PC emulator? Are you going to guess as well? Yeah, I'm going to guess because I can't remember. All right, you go ahead and guess. I'm going to go higher. I'm going to say 200 pounds. Holy smokes. 200 pounds. What about you? Uh, I am going to guess... One hundred and ninety-nine pounds. Ooh, I'm going to one classic, dollar my. But I'm doing it the right wrong dude. way. I was going to say you screwed yourself. Unless you're perfect. Okay, here we go. The answer is. Speaking of oh, perfection. Good job, Brent. It says it in the small text. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Brent cheated. <Yeah. laughs> what a. Punk. Yeah, man, that's that's really expensive for that. In my opinion, Having well, if you just one. paid, if you paid, you know, four hundred seventy nine dollars for your A six hundred. Of course, this can't even connect to an A six hundred. You know, the funny thing is, I mean, this stuff was expensive. I remember yeah. seeing this in the magazine. Like, who can afford this? Right? Who can afford it? But you're, I mean, you're you're sold on this promise that this is like having an Amiga and a PC in one box. Of course, it might not have delivered on that. But. It delivered on it to it to an extent. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it was because it's a se- I mean, it's a separate card. I mean, mm-hmm. so it's. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. But not for gaming. That yeah. was no it was no good for that. Yeah. Okay. Did you own one of those? Ah. Me? Yeah. Yeah, I used to own one. I do not remember it. I had it in the one thousand. Yeah. Oh All right. there we go. The miracle video keep I don't know why I said video keyboard. It's just the miracle keyboard. Now they made for they, these came up for more than just Yeah, Amiga, this was this was for the I remember the the Super Nintendo had one of yeah. these. <laughs> it was Miracle the ones that yeah. made it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. That's and I thought. Uh, it's quite an expensive accessory to collect these days. There's not a yeah. whole lot of these kicking yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet they were more sold for the Amiga than for the Probably Super Nintendo. So. Yeah. Um so this is basically a MIDI keyboard that has some software with it and uh you know doubles as a synthesizer and um it professed to teach you how to play piano so what do you think and this came with software as well (laughs) yeah yeah this one if there's a price listed i can't see it so (laughs) all right i'm at a disadvantage by not i'm gonna gonna think of what i think it's worth and i'm gonna double it so i'm gonna look at it here i'm gonna say five hundred dollars american Okay, so, so that's 250 pounds. 50 pounds. Okay. I, I, no way. No way. I know music stuff usually demands a, a, a higher dollar, but does this have a date on it? Do we have a date? This, this is, is all 92. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, no, I, I'm going to say much, much cheaper. I'm going to say uh, 99 pounds. I'm going to agree. I'm going to go, I'll, I'll go one more. 100 pounds. Oh, he's trying to reverse screw me. <laughs> All right. And the answer is 
Hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, there it is. 299 pounds. Bam! Wow. Pounds. Finally, I'm on the board. Less fat. So that's another, like, 25% or whatever Here's the thing. that is. So. This is a full keyboard, guys. Mm-hmm. I bet the keyboards, I mean, this is the 90s, too. Yeah. Early 90s. Those yeah. keyboards are expensive. That's true. That's true. You were right. You All were right, right got on one with that one. Finally. Yeah, All yeah. right. I think we're getting to the last. No, we still got a couple more. All right. I tell you what, why don't we take a break from this and uh, read another story? Beautiful. All right. So we're going to go to um, Will Williams. And Will has coded that thing right there. Happy holidays from countyvirtualsheep.com, his site. <laughs> Very awesome. Nice. So he says, like most families, my own spent the holiday season visiting relatives we seldom saw during the rest of the year. One particular cousin was the target of a special kind of envy. While I had friends with Atari 2600s or some variant of non-mainstream 8-bit machine, my cousin was always the owner of cutting-edge tech. One year it was a breadbox C64, and not with the tape recorder that most in the UK and Australia had, but with a five and a quarter inch drive. Another year it was an Amiga 500. This guy just didn't have game machines, but he had real computers, machines that made things. Fast forward four years, and the family had moved to the UK, and the rule of the 8-bit was in the sunset years. It's the end of the 8-bit years. Finally, for Christmas, I received my first computer, a C64C, albeit with only a tape drive. To my parents' worst fears, I was engrossed in the digital worlds of 8-bit games. However, my ambitions of developing something, anything that glowed back at me in all its potential phosphorus glory, were still alive. <laughs> Very nice. Well written, sir. Yeah. So, uh... Thank you, Will, and uh, happy holidays to you out in Colorado. Thank you for submitting this uh, lovely little demo and story. Yes, thanks. I want to play one more time. I like it. Okay. (laughs) That's a C64. Yeah, he coded that on a C64. Happy holidays. I like the little dance it does. Yeah. (laughs) See, that's that's my quality coding... uh, when I actually had a little bit of a clue. <laughs> when was that? It was a long time. Yeah. yeah I don't think you were there for that. No. All right. It is time for our first giveaway. Oh, snap. Okay. Okay. What are we giving away? So, actually, no. I take it back. It's, it's not time, time? It's time to open our first package. Okay. Oh, okay. mail time. Oh. So, this came from Chris Foltz. Oh, boy. Way over, and where does he live? He's doing it all. Does he live in Lincolnshire or something like that? He's stuck in Lincolnshire. All right. Was that a day in the life? Sort of. It sounded just like it. I was trying to sing (laughs) for a second there. I remember how you sounded, and I shut the hell up. Hey. All right, we got another lovely bit of chocolate. Oh, boy. Let's switch to close-up cam here. Close up ham on. Dairy milk snow bites. Oh no. Cadbury's famous. It appears that John has went into the other room <laughs> away from the fire to go to close up cam. You know what? Let's fix that real Don't. quick. And the stream came tumbling down. <laughs> this has never gone south before. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't mess with the stream. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't poke the bear boat. Dairy milk. Now, oh, we love Cadbury. I do. I love really any chocolate. But okay. I still I'm just glad that the milk is rat or better. Now, check this out. <laughs> this is a very special piece 
This is a Commodore A1200 badge. Oh, Look at boy. that. Yeah, isn't that nice? Nice oh, and shiny. That's awesome. If only you had a machine to put behind that. Well, <laughs> of course, I've got my own. <laughs> I plan on just like branding oh, that into my forehead. Put, put that up on uh, close up cam. On still store cam bot. Okay. So that they can. Uh, so this, this came from Mateo Procio Technologies. Free advertisement. Yep. There we go. We okay. like people that like people. <laughs> what open these? Now we've got uh, an Amiga demo collection, two CD set. Awesome. Oh. Uh, so we will definitely be popping this into the old computer, seeing what. And it's a, uh, you know, it's been a long time since uh, since I put a CD in my CD drive. So <laughs> I'm gonna check that out. Thank you for that. Lovely. The, the gifts nice. just keep on coming. We have some awesome uh, retro fusion books badges. This looks like um, just kind of like kind of different. Uh, the fantasy art of Oliver Trey. Oh. Some, ba uh, some badges there. We don't need no stinking badges, right? But we, we do. do. <laughs> and of course, we've got some more snow bites. Do your snow bites. Good stuff. They're good, yeah. My goodness. Yeah, I like them. These are, these are neat. Dairy Milk Snowman. Vanilla Mousse. Badges. You know you're in trouble when it's when you get one of these and it doesn't say Dairy Milk. It says other some other milk. <laughs> well, right. <you> know, like <laughs> <chocolate> milk. <laughs> Worm milk. <laughs> <laughs> One more Dairy Milk Snowman neat. from Chris. Yeah, and whoa. finally, the piece. Oh, I the see piece it. The Resistance. We have Fantastic World Dizzy for the ZX Spectrum. Oh, boy. Finally, a real cartridge to put on that thing. Not a real cartridge, a real cassette. That's what I mean. So is that like legit and true? Yeah, it's legit and true. So that is. And then we, I and do the, happen to have a tape deck as well. The J card here. Look at that. And this is this is supposed to be one of the better dizzies. Yeah. It? So you got the whole fold out card. Look at that. That's awesome. Yep. You know, I've and never held a, a, any Spectrum me game. Me neither. And on the back, we have the Dizzy Helpline. Call us up. Pay us some money. All right. What's the number on that one? Uh, <laughs> Seriously, give me the number. I'll call them okay, up. Okay. 0898. Oh, no. It'll be, <laughs> well, be, be country code 44. You know, oh, um, you know what? What the heck? 44. I, I can't Actually, it's 011, isn't it? Right. No, it's, it's oh, 44. Zero, yeah, 044. Yeah. This is going to be a disaster. Okay. 0898. 0898. 555. 555. 078. 078. Calls cost 25p per minute during off-peak time. 3 I'm going to guess sex time. line. How much pee you got on you? <laughs> when was the last time you actually held a legitimately paid-for... Game cassette. It's been a long. Have you long ever? Time. Did you ever use one of these? I have disappointing news. Yes, the number is no longer connected. Oh, oh man! I mean, have you ever used a? Uh, a I cassette? had a, I had a cassette drive on my Atari twelve hundred XL. You did. We did had you? yeah. We had both the Atari eight ten, which is the cassette drive, mm -hmm. and also the ten fifty disc drive. Mm -hmm. And I had I had some games on the cassette. I, I hated it because it was so long to load. But we had a few. The good thing about these was, if I can go back to my bad boy days, any double cassette deck, you're in business. Copy whatever you want. It was an easy way to copy stuff. This is great. Like I said, I can't remember the last time I held one of these. It was actually a bot 
a bot game. Right, right. You know, because we just had boots. You know, and I've never, I don't think I've ever touched a Spectrum game. Very good. Thank you, thank you, sir. Yeah, Chris, you're a man among men. Done it again, sir. All right. Um, so we're gonna roll on through. Let's. Uh, we we don't have a picture from this guy, but we did get a little bit of feedback last week from a guy named Stephen Faust, who says uh, greetings from England. Another Brit. He said, "I love your podcast. Always gives me a good laugh, and I usually learn something too." <laughs> Uh, he would like to let you know that Jean Renault, who played the assassin in Lyon, Jean Renault, is yes. actually Moroccan and not French. Don't! You're kidding me. I didn't know. Yeah. But it's a French film. You just you never can tell. Did you know every there are no Thai people in The King and I? No, I didn't know that. They're all Malaysian. Hmm. Yeah. Even Why though is that, that movie is set in Thailand, I guess there just weren't enough English-speaking Thai people hmm. to fill the roles and that were living on a Hollywood backlot at the time. I will say, I do recommend that film, though. It's great. The King great. and I? No, it is great. Not, not The King and I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one. And um, it is assured that's a classic as well. So, thank you, uh, thank you, Stephen, for writing in. Um, now we move on. Let's go ahead and finish up our Price is Right game. <clears throat> so, our next... Uh, our next bone of contention is the new Amiga CD drive. Oh, man. I love their pitch. For more information, buy one. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the Amiga 570. The 570. Okay. Boy, these were real expensive when they came out. And this is just the drive. No sort, yeah. of, no sort of interface. As far as I can tell from this ad. I'm going to go... Let's go to well, one hundred and one hundred and forty-five pounds. I think that's way low. I'm going two ninety-nine. Two hundred ninety-nine pounds. I think All so. Right. I think you're way high. I'm going to say one seventy-five pounds. All right. What did you say? One thirty-five. One. Okay. Three hundred forty-nine ninety-nine. Wow! <clears throat> we have someone in chat that owned one of these. Oh, he guessed two ninety-nine. So I guess he got it on discount. Right? They might not have stayed at three forty-nine that long. To be honest. I would imagine not. <laughs> I do recall them being a pricey, pricey bit of kit back in the day. Oh man, guys, we just got this is breaking news on my email machine in my pocket. Yeah, uh -huh. breaking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, breaking news from Adam B, who I can only assume is Adam Battersby. Mm -hmm. um, and he says, hope it's not too late to submit a story, but it's been a hectic week over here in Manchester, England. Also home of Dreamcatcher. Beautiful. Uh, I hope they hang out. I hope you so. You should. You don't. Yeah. I remember getting my first Amiga at the age of nine for Christmas 1991, so I suppose reasonably late in the Amiga's life. It was badged as an Amiga 500 Plus, however, it had a Kickstart 1.3 ROM and 1 meg chip RAM. I'm not sure um, what the, what the, is that not normal for an Amiga 500? Does the Plus come, usually come with two? Maybe that. He's maybe better that. off with the one. Yeah. 1.3, you're better off. Oh, he just, he, the, I should have read the next sentence. Recently, I've been told that the A500 Plus usually had a later kickstart, like 2. you said. 2.04 or yeah. something, yeah. But had 2 meg chip RAM, so I'm not sure if I had one of those repackaged A500s, probably. 
we didn't really have a lot of money, so most of the games I had to play came from a friend mm-hmm. at my dad's workplace. Yep. yep. Uh, we Good old friend. I had a friend at my dad's workplace. They set me up back in the day, too. For real. <laughs> me, too. Me, yeah. too. Um, the one experience I did have of buying an original game the few years later wasn't so great. We picked up a copy of Beneath a Steel Sky, and oh, yeah. I lost count of how many times we had to take it back to the store. The first time, the boot disc was faulty. Then the second time, disc two. Then the third time, the boot disc was faulty again. <laughs> so, in the end, uh, Game, which is the UK retailer, just got us to pick another game, Innocent Until Caught. Which, I don't know. Do you, have you, do you know that game, Innocent Until Caught? No. Never heard of that one. <laughs> Boy, talk about a step down. Yeah. <laughs> so, that wasn't the best Christmas experience. No. We didn't really upgrade the Amiga. However, I did get a very loud dot matrix printer for Christmas 1992. <laughs> They're all loud. <laughs> <laughs> which came in handy for schoolwork, and then an external floppy for Christmas 1993. Oh, yeah, those are great. Truth be told, I think my parents were sick of the continuous clunking sound as my bedroom was directly above the living room where they would sit. <laughs> <laughs> Christmases were great at our house, as most of the adults would sit zonked out after dinner and wine, watching my sister and I play Lemmings, and then some trippy Amiga demos. Virtuality, real empathy was always a favorite. Yes. Sadly, I don't have any photos from back in the day, just the <laughs> memories. Anyways, thanks for running the podcast. I've loved listening to it at work to brighten up what is a very dull job. Keep up the good work. Oh, that's nice. So he, thank you, thank he, you, Adam. He did confirm that uh, on the plus at two point zero four. Yeah, bam. See, Nailed it. This is what's great about having chat. We got instant fact checking. I love it. We need these people all. We need. These yeah. people, I need them every facet of my life. They might need to be doing the podcast. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Here's a fact, by the way. These snow bites are tremendous. <laughs> I endorse these dairy milk snow bites. These are great. <laughs> All right. Um, next up, mm, our final screen from The Price is Right. So this is the number one monitor for the Amiga, the Philips 833 Mark II. <laughs> ah, this is going to cost you. <laughs> is that a multi-sync monitor right there? Um, I don't believe it says, but it asks the very pertinent question, can you handle it? Hmm. Can you free, handle it? Free good game. 14-inch <laughs> color monitor. That is a free good game. That's a yeah. great game. Yeah. You get that one thrown in. And uh, a day... Oh, and you can also about win... Lotus Turbo Challenge too. Yeah, Everyone. and you can also win a day at the Grand Prix and 40 remote control Ferrari Testarossa cars. What would you... <laughs> By the way, I do like up in the corner of this ad. It says, the number one model for Amiga. And in tiny little letters it says, Anatari ST. <laughs> <laughs> Very little billing for the this Atari. Is, this is an official UK product. I'm curious to know what the standard was to say, you know, what makes an official UK product. Because Philips <laughs> is definitely not a UK company. Okay. Now, just a little backstory. When I lived in Lexington, and I needed a, I bought a 15-inch PC monitor, VGA, right? And I paid, this would have been... Oh, 96, 97, something like that. And I paid $500 dues for that thing, 500 US dollars. So, and that was in 97. So, this thing, while smaller, was many years before that. And I know they were very expensive. So, I'm going to say on this one, I'm going to go big. Go big or go home. I'm going to say 390, no. 450 pounds. Oh, wow. Okay. 
Wow, I thought I was going to go big. 450 pounds. I've been low almost every time, so this time I want to be high. <laughs> okay. As a kite, apparently. <laughs> Wait, have, have you been snorting the snow bites? Hey, didn't say not to. I'm going with a much lower price, less than half of your price. I'm going 179. No, see, I think it's going to be more than that. Okay, I am going to say 249. All because, right. because if you're getting a game of that qual of that caliper for free, you're. I mean, they you're, have to pay. for They have all to build those. the cost of that in there. So, Plus, that ad wasn't cheap, pal. Yeah, that's true. All Full right, color. The, the the chat is all over the place. Two ninety nine the high, one twenty nine the low. There's no one with me up into four hundred dollars. There is not four hundred. <laughs> all right. Well, one ninety nine. All right. I call that a win. I don't. <laughs> I we, can't believe that is so much cheaper than the uh, the than some of the other things we've seen. <laughs> that's just baffling to me. Well, what do I know? Aaron, you're getting called out. You think you put it more than the A600. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, in 1997, I got screwed. <laughs> Apparently. My CRT monitor costs $14,000. I, I mortgaged my house. I what took, is? I took a lot of bourbon in 97, I'll be honest with did you. you. Have you guys ever... Purchased a monitor separately. I mean, we're talking about like classic computing days, like in the nineties. Did you guys ever purchase a monitor separately from your computer? Oh yeah, yeah. I just told you. Yeah. Oh yeah, I had several. I've never purchased a computer with a monitor. No. Have you? Mm-mm. See, both of my, you know, in my younger days. But you're talking Max, aren't you? No, no. Like when my dad would buy a computer, you know, from Dell or whatever, it would just come with the monitor, and we'd use that oh, monitor gosh. until the. Uh, well, we, how many, how many computers did you buy as a as a full yeah. package finished deal <laughs> in the PC era? None. Have you ever bought a, a completed? He's talking you, to you. Oh, you sorry. there. <laughs> sorry, guys. I was. I was. That's another... it. No more snow bites for you. <laughs> have I ever bought a PC complete with monitors? Is that the question? No. Have, yeah. Well, have you ever bought a PC complete? A pre-built like, PC, like a Dell or? Uh, oh God, no. That's for losers. So you built you you you're just like me. You built every time. The first computer I ever bought. Well, I mean, it depends if you count the Tandy one thousand we had. I guess I didn't buy that. No, no, no. Some things you couldn't. Uh, there was the an very option. first computer I ever bought was a clone that I didn't build. And then every computer after that, uh, that wasn't a laptop. Yeah, I did. I built myself. It was cheaper. I mean, it wasn't because I was too cool for school. It just I didn't have any money. See, and the street. We were talking about this last week. I went from an IBM 8088 clone all the way to a Windows 95 machine. Mm. So, like, there was a big period of time when you guys were building computers and doing a lot of stuff. And I, and then we kept that computer, I mean, all the way up until I graduated from high school. So, we, well, there was a time when I had, like, I had my PC plus I had my Amiga. mm -hmm. And I used them both, and I used the PC much, much less. But again, and we talked about this before, I saw the writing on the wall, and I was like, i got to get rid of this thing, because they're, I mean, when Commodore went belly up, I could I could see it was a dead end. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the foresight to realize there was going to be a big retro, th- you know, you don't think about that, at least, I mean, maybe some people do. I do now, but at the time, I was like, you know, out with the old, in with the new. Right. You know, that's all there is to it. I did the same thing when I sold the Coco, you know. So, in retrospect, although it's funny, I... 
the second I sold that thing, I started angling to get another one. It <laughs> seemed like I mean, it, I wasn't got out of the house. I bet it wasn't a month, and I eventually bought back one I'd sold years before to a guy, and had it up until just a few years ago. And I sold it for Christmas money, regrettably, but still be. But yeah, so yeah, I never bought a computer with the monitor, uh, but it was always cheaper to get to, you know, cheap out and get, get right. something else. You know how I bought my first computer? Uh huh. Sold magic cards. Oh yeah, <laughs> I sold my magic card collection and bought a bought parts to build a computer. You did a good thing. Get them out of here. Magic. Well, unless you look at the price of those magic cards well, today. <laughs> I had from I started collecting at the end of Legends for anyone who knows magic and played up until uh, Fallen Empire. You played longer than that. You played up through Ice Age. No, Fallen Empire was. <laughs> No, Fallen Empire was all because in Fallen Empire it's when they flooded the market with cards. You were still playing my freshman year, and that's when Ice Age came out. No, Fallen Empire was definitely the last expansion I played. We got to see a true. Fall, we got to see a Fallen Empire. In maybe, fact, I remember did you Fallen buying. Did Fallen Empire come out after Ice Age? No, no. In fact, I remember you buying Chronicle booster packs. Mm -mm. No, because. No, I'm sure of it. Fallen Empire was the end of me because that's when they started doing multiple pictures per card. That's true. And I, I, that's it, true. It, it ticked me off. Okay. That's I don't know anything. Yeah, you know, there's only one person that can answer this. That's Mike Lilly. You call, call him up. No. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So, um, moving on down oh. the line. I know. Right. I'm Odo X, eh? Uh, I oh. think it's yeah. time that yeah. we have a little uh, gift giving going on. So, guys, Aaron. Oh, why, see? Brent? I knew it. See, I was left out of this whole, we're going to give gifts. My gift to you is my present. That's right. Okay. And, what a gift and monitoring chat. Now, <laughs> because of all those hooligans. <laughs> I say, this is yours. You were bad. Sweet. Now, Boat, there's. I get you some candy, and there's something underneath there. All right. Let me put this up. Thank you, Boat. I, I was gonna not bring anything until next week's actual Boat Christmas party, but I had a thought you'd try to pull one of your <laughs> classic fast ones on me. So we've got some real milk chocolate in a Santa box. I don't Thank know how you. well you're gonna accept this next thing. That is a miniature Amiga 1000. Okay, this is exactly <laughs> this is exactly the kind of thing that I was. We were talking about making. <laughs> So, of course, this is 3D printed, and this is... Stick a Raspberry Pi in that thing, let's get, let's get yeah. going. Yeah, 20 bucks. Give them your close-up so, cam. Oh, yeah, we're going to we're gonna definitely do close-up cam on this. I uh, I saw that. They had they had several to choose from, oh, this okay. outfit. And uh, it was my this is my first ever purchase off Etsy. Have you ever heard of this? Oh, yeah. Etsy? Oh, yes. oh, yeah. Everyone knows of Etsy, Aaron. <laughs> Not me. Welcome Ooh. to 2005. 600 pounds. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but uh, it, was, I was, it was quickly shipped. And I approve. Nice little monitor there. Now you could have also gotten the Picasso bench. sort of classic uh, uh, painting program picture, but I went with the straight standard desktop. And then we have this kind of stand. Oh, there we go. Now I have heard that if you pry that apart, uh -huh, the, the inside side. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, the inside has hundreds of little and a dog ball, <laughs> and it even has a little mouse. I'm going to try and uh, where. Did I miss the mouse? Yeah, the mouse is in the bag. There's oh, a little yeah. mouse in You're there right. too. And now it's on the floor. <laughs> you gotta have the mouse, and it's the tank mouse. Really? <laughs> Isn't that great? Alright, I'm putting them all in my hand. So you can drop them later. Yep. Congratulations, no one can see any hey, of that. Hey, you wanna get we can play prices right with this. You wanna guess how much that cost me? Uh let me Ship. see the quality. Let me see here. 
passing that over to oh man and, and when i bought this i kept thinking oh you, that's you, pretty you, good you that speech before about how it would cost a hundred dollars a head and i was like man i was like and i saw i, I it was that well, you mentioned this on the show a couple months ago mm. and i was like what if anybody ever made those it seems like someone would make them and i found a dude that makes them and that's the that's dude. pretty and good I think, he's, I think he's over in the uk okay that is pretty good I Does will the say, fit underneath the thing like the old one did? No, no. Well, I mean, the uh, edge does. The, yeah. All right, how much do you think that cost? Yeah, it, it was not cheap. I will say this was probably shipped. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did it ship in a bubble envelope? Yeah. I will say 40 bucks. All right, but you want to give it a shot? Boy, it's not really my place to guess the value of my gifts. I'll, oh, I'll, is it, is oh, oh yeah, you have you to guess. No, I don't want to offend you. Okay, I want to... Hold on. <laughs> That's John weird. thinks you you found that in a dumpster. <laughs> That's what it is. For those of you that are... Yo, well, put that on right close-up cam with it all put together. Okay. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, I will say, with shipping, that cost me about... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Boat just brutally destroyed the Mika 1000. Nice work, Boat. It had its day. Please, for love of Pete, never let Boat hold your newborn. <laughs> He will drop that kid. There he goes. This is the, this is what I give. Here's my Picasso, John. What do you think? It's all done to fire. Anyway, and I I'll tell you just what it cost. Just because just because I thought it was interesting. Shipped the whole nine yards. I think it cost me like thirteen bucks. Wow. Yeah. You know what? That's actually pretty good considering that they actually took the time to put a screen. They've on got. It. And for those of you that care, I guess I could link these up sometime. They've got. Almost every modern computer and console covered. Mm-hmm. They got Commodores. They got they got the XE uh, G. They've got uh, Amiga five hundred, Amiga six hundred. They got the two and three thousand. The Amiga one thousand's got a lot of panache. That's yeah, I, I would that. definitely. I mean, did you say how much shipped? I think it was about thirteen bucks. That is that is. You are crazy. getting kudos from the chat. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Thank you, girl. That looks great. I mean, I didn't know if John would be happy with this or if he would just hit me. I love it. Hit me. It is going on my desk. And now that ch- the chat is uh, amused at your close-up shenanigans. Well, the more to come. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, there's. So, but anyway, enjoy. Let's have a look at this here. Thank you for a goodie. No, oh, no problem. I should have told you it was forty bucks. I would have looked like a. Like I said, that's not really your actual gift, but that's just a little side gift. Eve wrapped that, by the way. Yes. Yeah. She, she should go pro. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see how well this is wrapped? Did you open yours already? No, you took it from me. Is this mine? That's yours. This is oh. Brent's. It's cheese. No, it's candy. Is this candy? Either way, I'm happy. Oh, no, you're, all, you're wrong. Oh, again. hold the smoke. It's bourbon, folks. That's ah, locked in here. I'll get that out of here. Thank you, Boat. You know, it's funny that you should say that because... No time to, to check the packaging for its coolness. Rip it open and down it. The package is cool. I'm going to rip this open. Now, I uh, don't know if I've mentioned this on the show, but I love bourbon. Lots of it. As much as I can drink. Man, man. Yeah, let me see if I can get some scissors. I'll tell you what, if I was a drunk, I'd be turning into this one <laughs> with my teeth. Fingers bleeding. Just biting the packaging. This is... Uh, I'll, for a now, okay, stop. Stop. Where are your keys? They're over there. All right. Where are my keys? I've got keys. Thank you, Boat, for booze. Well, the gift that I always love. Now, it, see, it, this what's going to really hurt your feelings is this is just the box he wrapped it in. <laughs> Trust me. If Eve actually applauded this. Here it is. Uh, Do you see the name of it, by the way? 
It's a uh, Gismani Getsemani Trappist. <laughs> I believe it. I believe this is Gismani <laughs> or or Gismani as it's known in the motherland. Oh, it's fruitcake. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> but it said bourbon clearly. Read the white type. Oh. <laughs> I mean, oh! <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Good thing for you, Aaron. Also, greatly enjoys cake. So, I will say this before I'm, I'm, with all sincerity, I love fruit cake. And this is fruit cake soaked in bourbon. That might be good. That might be tremendous. And okay. if not, you can club somebody with no, it. No, I love fruit <laughs> cake. So. It actually is. Oh, it's, that's pretty it's, moist. It's, mm-hmm. Look at that vacuum seal. It's hermetically sealed. Yeah. This, I mean, this is the hardest to get to fruitcake of all time. <laughs> I thought I might have a little piece. There's no way I'm even going to attempt you can't, that. Yeah, you can't yeah. get in there. But yes, thank you, Boat. I love fruitcake and I love bourbon. So thank you. Pretty good. <laughs> you just love that, don't Chats you? Chat's just catching up. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Boat. All right, Brent. Uh, me. All right, I'll open Aaron's first. <laughs> You get what you deserve. I, a bag of coal. A lovely bag of coal. <laughs> which I will probably eat later. Candy coal for those. Ooh, actually, I just coal. got you candy. Sorry. And candy. <laughs> Look, the bag matches the box. Well, there you go. Penguins on both sides. Mm-hmm. Wrapped little Santa heads. Next time well, you that's take, disturbing. Next time you won't take my pizza. <laughs> what? You don't get a little computer. You get nothing. Aha! We're almost high enough that we get... Wait a minute. <laughs> a few more gifts and we'll build our way up to Just, visibility. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> now, this is shaped and sized exactly like a videotape. So I'm going to go on the limb and say it's a videotape. Oh I'm telling you, Eep, she's... <laughs> Yeah, she. I mean, Fort I, Knox. You know, yeah. It needs to be wrapped, <laughs> and, that, and not only is the wrap good, but it's tight on there. It's unbelievably tight. What we got here? Looks like you got a something from Geesmon. It's more Kentucky <laughs> bourbon. He gave me the booze. What did your? What did your? Pull that. Well, here you go. Butter walnut fudge. Well, oh, I won. Thank you very much. Wow, that's good too. Thank you as well. But yeah, you're, you can't get rolling with fudge. Hold on, I will get this on cam as soon as I uh, remove its lovely wrapping. Oh, well, pretend that says stuff and it's not see-through. <laughs> wow, see-through fudge. That's oh, the best. Look at that. That is a block of fudge. The way fudge should be in block, <laughs> block form. form. Yeah. Anything, oh, anytime smell get... this. Oh, yeah. It's bourbony goodness. Anytime your food comes with a little book... <laughs> You know it's high quality. Now, chat. I know that you obviously can't smell the fudge. But Come on, try. If you if you want to picture this with me, take go get some bourbon, <laughs> and then smell it while you're smelling some buttered walnuts. Go get some bourbon. Oh my gosh! And the red stuff. Something tells me that'd be the end of listening to the show. <laughs> Step one: get bourbon. Show's over. So got I don't know. It. I think booze would probably make us more entertaining. Let's set, let's set the Amiga. Can we set the Amiga on top? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Here, wait. I mean, if we're going to go, let's go, right? I looked for an Amiga 500 that was broken in half and had a weird thing hanging off the back. <laughs> but so far, no one has immortalized the Amigos 500, <laughs> as it's come to be known. <laughs> yeah, that's, long, actually, that's bare actually not board. visible on stream at all. But we'll pretend like it is. <laughs> yeah, all right. 
Okay, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, read another story. Can I make a real quick suggestion? Sure. John, uh, let's drop that bit rate down okay. uh, to 1500 okay. And the reason why is uh, since you're not partnered, you everyone has to stream at the, at the bit rate you're spitting out. All right. And uh, it's, it's higher than some people can... Can handle. I just dropped it to fifteen hundred. So, guys, we might blink out for a. Th- we've already blinked out if that was the case, but we'll be back. We're back. Maybe I should stop and restart. No, no, this no. You no, have no, it. Okay. no. What are you crazy? <laughs> Maybe I should shut the computer. Why are you down? poking the bear, <laughs> boat? <laughs> um. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and go to another another story here. This story comes from our friend Rob O'Hara. I got something to say about Flack after you get done. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so you got the buddy picture up there. That's right. That's right. Not everyone gets to meet a legend. No, I'm at him. I take a picture. <laughs> just making sure that we are still up and good. Okay. It's kind of yep. Cool. Okay. Go okay. for it. Um, when I got my Commodore 64 in seventh grade, which was in 1985. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, we had a problem in our house. We only had one phone line, which my family used for normal phone calls, plus my dad used for calling BBSs on his PC. When I got a modem for my Commodore, our phone line stayed busy 24 hours a day. So for Christmas that year, my parents decided to get my sister and I our own phone line. Wow, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. My dad was trying to be sneaky and ran the line all the way to my room in early December, but instead of connecting it to a wall jack, the wire just stuck out of a hole underneath my desk. (laughs) I guess he thought I wouldn't notice it, but I did. I went to Radio Shack and bought my own wall plate adapter, and my friend and I figured out how to hook up the wires. Awesome. For the entire month of December, each night after my parents went to bed, I would wire up the wall plate, run a phone line from the adapter to my modem, and then call BBSs during the night. Each morning, I would wake up early and disassemble everything and pretend like I hadn't been using it. (laughs) Then, of course, on Christmas morning, I had to act totally surprised about the phone line. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you guys from your guys and your family. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, Yeah. If you haven't read uh, Flack's book, Commodore. Now, I have have not got to read his uh, arcade book, Invading Invading Spaces. Spaces. But I really, I really loved Commodore. Yeah, me too. It really spoke to me. Flack and me have uh, have a lot in common. Similar past. That's right. And I, I will say here recently, I've been playing a lot. As I've mentioned a couple weeks, I've been playing a lot more C sixty four games. That I because I mean a lot of people have a pedigree that they went from the C sixty four to the Amiga, mm-hmm. and I never had a C sixty four and never uh, played any of the games. Probably. I mean, I had some buddies that Hose had one. My buddy Rich had one, but I, I didn't. I didn't. I really wasn't that impressed with them. And I, and I had a Coco. I thought the Coco, I was like, man, the Coco crushes this stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, the Coco was good at some of the things, but CC4 had more a, a more diverse library. Yeah. I've, I've yet to see, really, a Coco game that crushes well, the upper echelon of the Well, Was Dallas on Coco? Yes. you got to understand Dallas, something. Damn. You've got, when it's your computer, you look at things in a different oh, way. Oh, I know. We've talked to Will there, Talks about this And there before. were games on the Coco that were good. So, But that much said, uh, I'm experiencing the CC4 stuff for the first time. And I've been listening to all the back episodes of Sprite Castle. Yeah. Which we talked show. about last week. That mm-hmm. I didn't know it was a podcast. I thought mm-hmm. it was a video thing. And I will say, and I love it. And I'm glad Flack's back. He put up a new episode of uh, You Don't Know Flack this week and for Thanksgiving. Which is funny because it was several weeks after Thanksgiving. <laughs> he noted that. But I will say, I think 
and I love Sprite Castle, but it easily has the worst theme of any Sprite podcast Castle. of all. And I'll tell you why: it blew the front speaker on my on my my work van. What? <laughs> because the part, the, the, the you know it. It, it this, you're okay. I'm listening like I listen like four or five in a row, mm-hmm. and usually I remember, but every, one time I didn't remember because the and especially the older ones, the, they're the volume's a lot lower, mm-hmm. not a lot, but somewhat lower. And so I turn it up, and then you hear that Wah, Sprite oh, yeah. Castle, mm-hmm. and it was so loud. I heard my speaker went, and it, it made this noise that no speaker should make. I was like, what in God's name's happened? And and, and a couple times that that, that Wah has come up and knocks me off the road. It just <laughs> I mean, I know he's a like a, a, a like a heavy metal music mm-hmm. guy, you know, or and he used to listen to rap. So he must have been. In, and I remember is that the the car audio system? Yeah, I remember, and that's stuff? exactly. Yeah. He used to have the big stereo, so he must think I'm just going to blow people away. This will wake him up with the Sprite Castle intro. <laughs> I mean, I'll give you credit; it wakes you up. But I, I'm pretty sure I destroyed the front speaker of, my, of, of the. No one tell. Don't tell the state of Kentucky. <laughs> um, so uh, I wanted to talk about our newest video contributor to the site. All right. Gary Hucker. Yes. New Zealand's own. Uh, you may remember Gary from writing up some different stories about this huge haul of Amigas that he got. Um, <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. And I mean, just like six Amiga 2000s. And uh, anyway, he put his first uh, video up of him kind of introducing <laughs> his Amiga room, talking about the different machines he's got hooked up in there. And I just love you know, he went beside his desk and he just had like a whole stack of like spare Amigas. Just sitting in the floor. Yeah. He also pointed out his 2XL, which I've talked to him about that privately. He, we, we both are big fans, so that was nice. But yeah, what a, what a, like I told him, his, that room reminds me of my room, except cleaner and more neatly organized. It's, you should have brought the 2XL on the show. I thought it would have been great. I should have. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have a question in chat. Okay. Is this background from Paul? No, this background is from YouTube. Uh, I went online and I searched Christmas fireside background, and I downloaded it from YouTube. There you go. So, But it looks good. It's, I actually if got Paul the, had done it, there'd be cool Amiga stuff in yeah, it. Yeah, I actually got the idea from my uncle, who is an AV guy, and he's like, check out this background. It looks pretty sweet. And I was like, yes, it does. Yeah. It really sweet. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, this is a, uh, it's a, it's a nice, peaceful Christmas Did we scene. mention, you know, speaking of, this is a lot of strange. You know, I, I don't know if we mentioned this last week or not. We may have, but I'm going to mention it one more time. The new the new Viva uh, Amiga documentary, as far as I know, is still viewable for free on Hulu right. in America right now. I need to get on that and watch it. Yeah, I do too. Away. I uh, uh, I have heard some early reviews. What what do they what do they say? Again, this is having not seen it. Mm-hmm. The early reviews are not super positive. Really? Well, they're not. It's not like this is crap, but, but is apparently it worse it's, than the initial reviews of Bedrooms to Billions. There, it this seems to be sort of a light, frothy sort of a documentary that doesn't really delve anything too deeply. Mm. And apparently, there's not a lot of cohesive. Uh, Joe, there's not a lot of cohesion to the work. Mm-hmm. That much said, I haven't seen it, and so I want to watch it before I give a judgment. I haven't got to see Bedrooms to Billions either, so. Those are both on the list, and now that I've got a little more time, I'll, I'm, I'm probably going to try to watch Viva Amiga this weekend. So, yeah. But yeah, if you haven't seen that yet, I mean, heck, of course you have to sign up for Hulu if you're not on it. Just cancel your subscription if mm-hmm. you don't want it. It's still a good deal. Yeah. And if you're not in the U.S., I bet you could find a way. There's, you're there's a particularly ways. cunning person. Ways. Yeah. Um. All right, let's move on. Why don't we play our next game? All right. What do we got? We have. We're gonna split this up. Oh, that's not. There's Dreamcatcher again. <laughs> All right. Okay. So chat. 
you all, I guess we're, we're probably still on a somewhat of a delay, but uh, feel free to play along too. This is a screenshot challenge. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. And Dreamcatcher put this together. Um, he looked at games that weren't necessarily Christmas games, but have a like a Christmas cameo or like a winter type scene. James Bond them. too. Okay. <laughs> so, That's all I got. James Bond 2 not featured on this. Oh, uh, too easy. This. Yeah. If Dreamcatcher did it, you know it's going to be impossible. <laughs> so here is the first one. There are actually um, two uh, two games. I guess these two are from the same game, and then this one is okay. different. I know one. I know one of them. It's you know the top. The upper. top. Yes. Okay. What is? I know it. That's too. Lemmings. That's that's wrong. No. No, 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 no. It's uh, uh, the... He's uh, from the Nth Dimension. The Ninja Zool? Zool. Incorrect. That game is Elf Mania. Really? I I thought it was Zool too. The sequel to Zool? So these other things are games? Yeah, That's a pretty obscure one. It's like a tree covered in uh, snow. This is a game that we reviewed just a a couple weeks ago. Let me have a good hard look at that. Uh, is that Simon the Sorcerer? It is. Simon the Sorcerer right. is correct. Okay, so we're we're one for one. Is the one up in the corner? That's a game. Yeah, that's a game too. That I think these two are both from Simon the oh, Sorcerer. Okay. And All right, fair enough. Because that's a real tough one there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here's the next one. Okay, that one looks like Populous, and then the other one looks like oh boy. Um. Gosh, it looks familiar. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I know the, I know the populace. You're right. Populous, and that other one is Christmas Lemmings. Christmas Lemmings. Okay. I should have gotten that one, I guess, eh? I'd have known that one. Yeah. Of course, I'm just going to get Lemmings for all of them, even though <laughs> the Lemmings has already been an answer. Okay. What do we think about these? So th- this one up here, <clears throat> I, I kind of recognize, of course, I got the answers in front of me, but I kind of recognize that art style and those pickups, those collectibles. Is that, is that Super Frog? That is Super Frog. And then the other one here... That's really tiny, but I recognize it now. You should know this one. You've played this many a time. Gosh, I can't even see it, Harley. Um, Winter Games? That's right. You got it. (laughs) You got it. Very good. That was a tough one. Okay. And you're right. The art style is all that gave away the other Mm -hmm. one. All right. man. Now, these games I am not familiar with. I'm familiar with one of them, but uh, not really. Not enough to know the answer. Chat's actually nailing a ton of these. Oh, okay. See what the chat thinks of these. I'm going to let the chat handle this one. So, guys, uh, this is screenshot seven. If you just put number seven and then put what you think the answers are, we'll talk a little bit and let and for, you guys have a chance to... For our people listening to this on <clears> podcast, <throat> which I'm sure this is a real entertaining <laughs> We're not going to describe the screenshots. They're, 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 we're going to talk they're about They're very them. snowy. <laughs> there's, a, there's a river with a log cabin. We are going to describe the screenshots. And then there's a penguin. Um, <laughs> let's see. I guarantee you, you know none of these games. John, at some point during the, a break, <clears throat> uh, uh-huh. a, a, a small request for you to go up and take a picture of your Christmas display upstairs. Oh, yeah. Share with the, it is. It's, it's share quite nice. Okay. Okay, I'll be honest with you, Boat. I, these have got me befuddled. The, the, anybody have any idea what these are? We got Robocod, James, James Pond 2. Is that any of these? Uh, no. All right. Now you're gonna remember there's like a forty five second delay. So 
Um, I, I don't know. Okay. What are they? We got Winter Camp. Okay, I've never heard Winter of it. Winter Camp. Been... Never heard of it. Okay. The middle one, I assume, is a game called Magic Pockets. I've heard of that, but I've never played it. Okay. And then finally, this is the one that I was kind of, I'd at least heard of before, Fire and Ice. That's a, Yeah, that's a pretty popular. I don't, I've never played that. Oh, bam. Someone nailed Fire and Ice. All right. right. Before the reveal. Who was it? Oh, boy. Alakabob. Alaka Al- Al- it's Alan Kebab. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or Alakabob. Why do you have me? Did you see me read the fruitcake? <laughs> okay, that... Alan, for that correct answer, you have won... Oh, Alan wins a goodie? Yep. You have won a free issue of Amiga Future. So, if you can uh, send me a message on whatever thing you want to send me a message on, amigos at amigospodcast.com with your address, I will send this to you. Congratulations. Good job, man. Send it to uh, the actual Amiga. Uh, Don't send it to Tinfoil, because I will certainly lose it and feel bad. Yeah, Amigos at AmigosPodcast.com, or you can PM me on Twitch if that's a thing that you can do. Um, Whatever, however you want to get a hold of me. Uh, That magazine is coming to you. We'll clear out a corner of the room if you just want to teleport in. You know, Swag. All right. That was hard. Yeah, I think this is a good way to do giveaways, though. So we got more things to give away, so keep <clears> guessing. The best way to do it is don't tell anyone you're giving stuff away until, bam, you yeah, give it away. Right. I, was just, I didn't know we were giving things away. Oh, so yeah, we're giving great. all kinds of things away. So okay. I should just sit here and see if somebody can pick this up. Yeah, because I don't think that you're... Well, you might get this first on one. The fun, on the fun side of all this, my phone has 25% battery life left. Oh, good. And then I can no longer chat. Um, is the first one... I think I might know it. To be honest with you, but I'll let's see if we'll see if somebody can pick it up. Uh man. Oh, oh. You don't know. Uh no, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. It looks like I do poorly just uh screen modern day screenshots of games I played just now. Well, for those of you listening on the podcast, we have a uh it looks like a track with a referee and a duck. In the first screenshot, and then the second screenshot, it looks like a knight, kind of like a knight from the game Castle Crashers, with sort of a uh, building background. So, just waiting for that first chat response to come in. I'm also going to download the Twitch app on my phone so Aaron can continue monitoring. Apparently I'm not good enough anymore. Or, I mean Brent can continue monitoring, sorry. Yeah, we're oh, at, we're Ch- Chad has declared this too hard. And oh. I agree because okay. I got nothing. Okay, I'm going to make a guess that since no one's coming up with thing, is the first one either it's not Quack, it's it's not Aqua Olympics. No, nope, I don't know what it is. Okay, this is um, this is Winter Camp again. <laughs> that seems like cheating. Winter Camp. We're gonna try this game and Putty Squad. Nope, I never played either one of those. Never heard of the Putty, Putty Squad, Squad. Was a um, it was a uh, unreleased game. I think that the Dreamcatcher wrote about it. It was one of those near released for many times. Uh. And, okay, we're gonna do one more, and then and we'll, we'll take a break. <laughs> too good. He's a machine. Okay, so <laughs> this is uh, yeah. Um, we got a queen and a snowman. And a oh, penguin. And a penguin in the second one. You know, in a lot of trivia games and stuff, 
You can sort of just cheat by looking stuff on the internet. <laughs> Not this one. Not it's this literally one. cheat proof. Um, man. That penguin does look familiar to You me. know what that uh, that snowman, he kind of reminds me of, um, oh, what the Clay Fighter snowman. What was his name? Ichibod Clay? I think if you looked at a picture of Ichibod, you would say, no, never mind. That looks nothing like him. What was I thinking? Oh, God, what was I thinking? No one in chat room knows he's in, right? They're all just now, they're just guessing a winter camp. <laughs> Good guess. That would be a great way to end the game. The next eight are screenshots are all winter camp? winter camp. That's not right, is it? No. Okay, then no. I don't know. Okay, so we'll let that roll. If you want to put in more well, guesses. Well, we have, we have a guess of... Uh, him doll two. That is that is incorrect. Well, we'll we'll move on with the podcast. If you want to throw out some more guesses, um, feel free. At this point, folks, give them just a second. No, nope, go back for just a second. Okay. We're not above cheating here at the Amigos. <laughs> Take a screenshot of that if you if you're really desperate to. Actually, you know what we can do? We can take this. Be careful, boat. Oh, no. I got it. I got it under control. Oh, and then we're going to add this image. It's going to come crashing and down, then folks. add existing. It's over. And then screenshot six. Okay. Bam. Podcast Unfortunately, continues. that's the wrong one. No, oh, that's exactly the right no, one. No, it's the wrong one. There's no snowmen. Yeah, and also... There's, there's no icky bod clay. No one can see that on their best day either. No, <laughs> oh, no, they yeah. can probably see it, but... Uh, Remember, this This is not full screen. Oh, that's right. Okay, well... <clears throat> we should certainly shoot for the correct photo, though. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay, this, so we'll get rid of that. This is why we should never run a network. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, normally the people that are doing this sort of thing are not the presenters. Remember those old Amiga commercial? I, there's an like old Amiga commercial where these, these girls are watching the news. And the news is about this guy, how great he is. is. And it turns out he just ran a cable from their TV across the street to his house. And they're producing it in his house. You ever seen that commercial? No. It's like the Amiga. It's like, you know, blah, blah. That sort of reminds me of what we do. It's like just some hacks. <laughs> screwing with some stuff. That's, yep. That's, that's nice what we Nice work, Brent. Look at that for sick. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. We have a couple more stories. All right. Um, got Jason Warren's wrote in. And he said, alas, I don't have any digital pictures of me back in the day, pasty white in the basement, hacking away at the Amiga. And, <laughs> we can uh, picture it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, he said that it would be great if for our Christmas episode we could play a head-to-head game with linked Amigas. Maybe Lotus Turbo Challenge, Battle of West Virginia. It would require a null modem cable between John's A500 and Aaron's A1200, <laughs> but those are relatively easy to find I or have build. One. Um so, of course, uh, unfortunately, that's not going to happen on this particular episode, but I guarantee we will have a battle of West Virginia once we start the streaming section of the podcast, because uh, there are some great two-player games that have winter scenes, including Lotus 2. So, look forward to that. And Winter Camp, for example. Yeah, we, we need to fire up Winter Camp. I want to know what that's all about. Um, so, uh, thank you, Jason, for sending that in. Um, why don't we open something else? More, oh, more mail time. Yeah. I'm still eating on the last batch of candy. So, when the sticker says Norge, you know it's Gorgeous George. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's hard to rhyme Norge. Gorgeous okay? George was American. <laughs> you can tell John had a brilliant thing in mind and it just died. <laughs> That's right? why he doesn't teach poetry right there. Strictly music. 
All right. You know this what I just pictured in my head? Watch you know how you could get Laura Croft and Tomb Raider to just kind of blindly dive into the head first of the rocks? Yeah. That was drawn just now. <laughs> and we just heard back from Alan Kebab. Who said, uh, thanks for the giveaway prize. Bam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so thank you, Adam. Sorry for butchering your name. <laughs> oh, you know, Adam, it's a toughie. <laughs> I'm bad names. Okay, oh man. <laughs> this, really? is, this is also a chance for us to look at a great Norwegian. Remember how much fun we had with Gary Hucker's New Zealand newspaper? Can I ask you who this is from? This Get is from, oh, sorry. This is from O'Brien's Retro oh, Vintage. Oh, O'Brien's. So we've got oh, the stickers yep. there. Disney stickers. Who are joining us in chat. O'Brien's yeah. always Hello, a big supporter of the show. We yeah. love O'Brien's. We played, I think we played all the games you sent last time, didn't we? We played every one in some capacity. Yeah, yeah. Including the awesome text adventure we did. I'll <laughs> never forget Shadow. that. I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget that one. So we have uh, an Amiga Future brochure. I know uh, O'Brien's is a big purveyor of the Amiga Future magazine. This thing, I mean, they put some money into this. This yeah. looks really wow, good. Wow, that's swank, isn't it? Yeah. Pass that over. Is that what you just gave away? With a, yeah, and I mean, I think that did that one come, that came that from, came from O'Brien's. From oh, Brian's. by the way, all of these uh, all of these uh, giveaways are courtesy of O'Brien's Retro and Vintage, official sponsor of the Amigos podcast. And a head he's awesome. Guy. Yeah, and he's also, awesome in every capacity. I really enjoy his, his uh, Facebook. You always see crazy stuff. We have a guess on the pictures. Okay. Is it Snow Bros? Yes. Oh. oh! Bam! Nice work. Yes, that's correct. Who's the who made that guess? I would let you read it, but I'm afraid you. No, please. Yeah, Kim Tommy won. Oh, that's Kim Tommy Humberstad. <laughs> that is our uh, that is our our guy that we read his story on here oh. uh, with the with the Gretzky hair. Outstanding. Okay, so Do we have some sort of hat from O'Brien's. Kim Tommy, <laughs> you have won a boxed copy. Of the very same game we were talking about oh, earlier. No, it's this so is awesome. Hound of Shadow. Yes. Wow. Um, electronic Arts for the Amiga, completely boxed, complete with warranty card and fold out hint guide. Uh, two this was, discs. This was a lot of fun, too. I really enjoyed yeah. this game. So, uh, Kim, just send me your address and uh, we'll get this in the mail to you. Congratulations. Awesome. Remember when we tried to beat that? Yeah, what a what a complete disaster! And I think that can't you beat it technically? No, we so, can't. Yeah, we can't. That's we could sure. even make it. Remember, we tried to. <laughs> we just we shut the whole game down. I thought, be very careful, Cam, when you're when it asks for that error. When it asks for that piracy so, check, yeah, because it will boot you right out of there, <laughs> back to the desktop. I'll, I'll never forget my face. Or your face is like. Argh. Um. So this is this is a Norwegian newspaper known as. Finansvism. All right. That's how that's pronounced I was exactly. Of that. And uh, the, the the top story here is uh, Trump. Trump sinker cursing. Probably something very, uh, very positive about Trump. <laughs> well, you know, um, uh, he's the top story everywhere on the planet. Yeah. And oh, it's actually funny because you got him on the back here. Then Good Samaritan. Yeah. Donald Trump. So there we go. You got the girl, the girl Santa's in the background. Oh yeah, and the short skirts. That's how so he does it. That's how he rolls. That's going to be the way our nation is henceforth. <laughs> just partying. And <laughs> girls in Santa suits. Uh, we have a quick comment here. It says, by the way, John, with your recent switch to FS-UAE. I think it has an online slash net play option. Oh, okay. Mm. Maybe we can uh, challenge some of our Amigos listeners in a future episode. And uh, they get crushed. 
Yeah. Um, Man, Donald Trump's all over this. Yeah, thing. he is. This is like the Donald Trump paper. Um, so uh, this is a, you know, this is the most interesting thing to me. Somebody can explain. Maybe Kim, since I know you're Norwegian. What is that? There's a full page ad for this thing that looks like a mailbox, and it's got a, the Horn of Gondor on it. So is that what that is? The Horn of Gondor box by D and B. I don't know what that is. I think it's some sort of uh, email thing. Might be. Is there, a, full in, page is there an emoticon of some sort? No. <laughs> that's what it looks like. I'm I guessing that's just a letter not found pounds. here in the U.S. <laughs> three hundred pounds. <laughs> All right. So let's get to the real, the inside the package. Oh yeah, there's something in there. Okay. <laughs> if anyone just wants to send us random newspaper, we're good. Yeah, that's cool. Too. It's like the kid that plays with the box more than the gift, you know. So it looks like or we got a, a, a t-shirt. Oh, look at, oh, look at this. Oh, sweet, sweet lordy. Oh, and and, and other stuff too. Oh, oh my god. Oh, bananas here. Okay. Let me help you out you hold here. That. All right, we got. Uh, oh man, it even comes with uh, with laundering directions. So this is a, a shirt. Well, yeah. I that. believe it says, "Do not wash ever." If I, if I could wear that, it would be staying with air. And you know what's great is that this is powered by Amiga OS. I love oh. that. I just love it. Beautiful. O'Brien's has done it again. So, what size is that shirt, Brent? Extra small. Extra small. <laughs> no, double X. Double X. All right. I think so the, a few X is short, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> If Maybe. nothing else, you can wear it as a so sort of... So that's why you gave me the pizza <laughs> the, when I got here, Boat. Maybe you can wear it as a sort of a festive winter cap. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That is nice, though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, look at Thank you. Thank you, O'Brien. Strategically oh, a Nice old yeah. job, too, yeah. Well, that's more of a wadding job, but thanks. <laughs> here, Boat. Here's um, the next item you can talk okay, about. Okay, hold on. I'm going to go ahead and uh, put the next screenshot up. We'll just okay. keep rolling with these. Oh, someone's... Oh, so, the chat is jealous. Yes. Hey, by the way, quality items just of this sort can be found at O'Brien's. Yeah, yeah. He it, has a web presence. It, it's O'Brien's.no, I believe. <laughs> That's it doesn't really endorse the shop. <laughs> O'Brien's.no. <laughs> well, it's it's his bad luck for living in Norway, Here, I guess. You open this. I have no uh, fingers. <laughs> I was blessed with many fingers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, here is our next, and I'm sure that you guys are going to be able to get one or both of these fairly soon. So we'll we'll have two giveaways for this one: the first for the first shot, one for the other shot. That other game was called Wiz, by the way, that nobody nobody got. Yes. <laughs> here, right. Here's the next one. So here is our next. This is uh, Amiga Power issue 52, the cover disc. This is Tennis Champs. Uh, this is a complete one or two player game. Just add lemon and barley water and serve. I've always wondered what barley water was. I always thought that was like slang for beer. Doesn't sound too good. But I don't know. But anyway, check that out. Amiga Power cover disc. Tennis champs. I like a good tennis game. This is something I have to say I'm not familiar with, Boat. Here you go. <clears throat> What's Brent got over there? Well, we'll get to him. Okay, okay. So this is um, this appears to be like a, okay. Um, it's who is the greatest magician? It's Cargon. Uh, this is a boxed game that is taped shut, so I cannot penetrate. Cargon, take me away. <laughs> yeah, um, Brent. 
But it Get says keys ready. No, we're going to need oh. a, a, a more precise implement to. I can do it. Ruin I can do okay. everything. Okay. Here, look at. Oh, I'm here. Ruined. Have a look at this bizarre thing that O'Brien's is. Forest dump forever. Oh so, wait, look inside. You might think you know the title. Forest dump forever. Okay, well you know either way. I, I, I've never seen a disc holder like that. I have never seen. That. We have a guess, by the way. Okay. Garfield. Garfield is correct. Bam. Which one is Garfield? Garfield is the one. This one right here. All right. Who was that? Will Williams, sixty-eight K. All right. Will Williams, you have won a three-disc pack. You have won Amiga Power cover discs, fifty, thirty-one, and an Amiga Forever cover disc from fifty-four B, Canon Soccer. Cannon oh, Fodder Plus, oh, 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 my. Gravity Power, and Frantic Freddy. Isn't that nice? And All those, those are yours. Some of those are Will hard to Williams. come by these days. Yeah. You know, yeah. those cover discs. So, Will, send me your address and we'll get these in the mail to you. Nice job, Will. Also, guys, when you win things, write what you won because I'm just kind of putting these in a pile right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you expect, honestly. <laughs> so, if anyone wants that shirt, just say, yeah, I won the shirt. What's Look at this, guys. This is uh, the inside. I've never seen it like a jewel case that is fitted to put a floppy disk. Inside. It took Forrest Dump to make that happen. <laughs> you can fit two floppy disks. Can you explain what Forrest is? There two in there? Yeah. So Forrest Dump is a two disk. What does what, the other disk say? The Forrest Dump Forever Disk Two. Can you ex let me see this? What in God's name is this? This has got to be. It's been a lot of years ago since I've been in for a forest full of interesting secrets. So it's time to journ to this. This was not this person's first language, I believe. Um, this is a platforming game. That's what that it's is. It's a Forrest Gump platformer. Yep. It's it's based on the movie, as you can tell from the medieval castle and the uh, you know in the magic. Now this we've got to have a we're to review this. Yeah, you're going to take that with you and put that in your. This looks like something that we can really sink our teeth into. For thank you, O'Briens. You've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! What a, what a bizarre thing! Yeah. So, uh, we're and still, we're we're still working on uh, Kierkegaard over there. Okay, here's some other stuff available from the Amiga. Pinball brain damage. Uh, flying high data rift two. We're still waiting on a guess on this second game, guys. The second game on the screenshot. This is an easy one. I even know this one. Hey, Merry Christmas, Alan. Thanks for stopping by. There is one thing that uh, we might have thought of previously. What's that? Uh, time zones. Oh, well, there's not. I mean, there. no matter where, when we stream, it's always going to be bad for somebody. That's just kind of the way it is. So we got people. It's noon right now in New Zealand, which is not a not a bad time. There's a lot of 1 a.m.ers. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll try and do the next one a little bit earlier in the day for our British our British folks because I know this is late for you guys and we appreciate you tuning in. Are you sure this was the way this opened? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. But yep. Yeah. See, I've learned a valuable lesson <laughs> to listen to you guys. So let's look inside here. We I'm have. Gonna, I'm going to try one of these bunnies. What appears to be snowman. Sorry. A completely blank CD on both sides. So this is a two disc game. Um, on one CD. Okay. Man, it looks awesome. Um, Cargon. Is this a newer game? Or you don't it is. Uh, I, I was looking. This game and manual was made, maked on an Amiga. 
So this is like a very home-brewed game. This is like Alchemeth or something like that, where it came in a plastic bag, where it's just... Kickstart 1.3 needed. All right. Going to need the entire Mega Ram. Um, Cargon, huh? Yeah. You're, you're, I'm Look at this. It looks awesome. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Who makes this? This, this was a guy, I'm pretty sure. APC. Yeah, this is this oh, German. Uh, APC and TCP, Andreas Magerl, Übersee, Germany. So, yeah. There's no date on it, unfortunately, though. Is there a date on the back of the box anymore? There is not. I've been looking for one. Cargon. But, I mean, if this is a legit UPC code, which it could very well not be, just there <laughs> for aesthetics, uh, but that, that takes some... That takes some money. Yeah. Looks incredible. Yeah. Looks incredible. Thanks, O'Briens. We will probably have a look at these. Absolutely. <laughs> Before we give them away. <laughs> um, so, nobody has guessed that second game yet. Um, oh, wait. Wait. Uh, you got, uh, the other one looks like an ice version of Rick Dangerous. That's right. It's Rick Dangerous. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you Kim win. Tommy won again. Kim Tommy, congratulations. That's how we save on shipping. <laughs> you have won the definitive Team 17 biography. So uh, this is this is actually that's that's false. This is a this is a catalog of Team 17 <laughs> games, but it's pretty it's cool. Definitive, that's uh, sure. Yep, it's got all their games on there. Body Blues. Those other games. Your favorite. Yeah. So, congratulations, Kim, Tommy. You win. All right. We're putting up the next screenshot. Let's see how we do this. We got dead air. No, no, no. It's not dead air. It's dying. That's what, yeah. <laughs> dead air is when we're talking. <laughs> okay. Kim is on a roll. Here is our next one. Oh, this is pretty. This is like Harry Potter or something. I like those cats too. I was gonna say, move, dream catcher. Kittens. <laughs> it's something to do with kittens. Oh man, it's gonna duck for this one. Hold on, we'll just. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. okay. So that is the next game. Um, check and see what. Okay. So I think you should be able to guess this one. This is, I think. Oh, well, actually, I don't know. I've never no. heard of this game. <laughs> <laughs> This is easy. It's a classic. It's uh, something I've never heard of. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. What else do we have to talk about? Let's go ahead and put up another, our last letter. This is from Ralph. Ralph's from California. Hey. Ralph Bunya. An American representative. Yeah, and he's a second flag. Actually, yeah. he made this. Uh, he made this card. Oh for wait, us. we have two guesses. Okay. We have Monkey Island. What is the other guess? Escape from Goldzis. Unfortunately, neither of those is correct. Sorry. Also, I'll escape from Goldzis. G-O-L-D-I-T-Z. It's, it's, that's how they say gold dust in Germany. It's, 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 it's his game. No, Brent. No, Brent. Never do that again. Um, does anybody... Uh, I don't, I don't know where I was going with that. Okay. <laughs> no, we don't. Um, so here we go. This is Ralph... Ralph Bunya. 
Uh, he says, while I don't have a holiday-related Amiga picture from back in the day, or a particular entertaining story to go with it, I did decide to render in Photoshop together a little Amiga-themed holiday card for you guys. Thanks for all the great work oh, you're doing. Good. Yeah. He also does, I was looking at his Google Plus page, he does these renders of Amiga computers. So he did this 4,000. Um, he's got a lot of good stuff on there. So check out his Google Plus page if you're looking for some quality Amiga renders. All right. I'm guessing Ralph is probably transplanted to California. I, I think so. I wonder, we, if that happens to us a lot. We get a lot of American listeners that are actually not right. originally from America. Right. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. We love it. Uh, we we still haven't got. Oh, we we even have a West Virginia listener. We haven't we haven't heard from him lately. But he manages the. I'm uh, right here. No, <laughs> I'm talking about the guy that manages the Cadoba. We've got more than Orgy. We've got more than one. We've got yeah. actually quite a few West Virginians that listen. They're friends of mine that, or loose acquaintances that I hear from occasionally. So good. Awesome card. Awesome yeah. card. Very good idea. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Ralston chat. Oh, beautiful. Um. So ask, ask Ralph. Ralph, where are you from originally? Just for just for, is he in chat right now? Yeah. Oh, and in forty five seconds he'll maybe he might even tell us. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, love Twitch, folks. Oh, you know, I wanted to tell this story since we didn't do a pre show. I, I took my band students to Marshall this week. That's a local uh, university. Yeah, from uh, to for an honor band, and you know the game that I saw the most being played on their tablets because they're all they got the Minecraft and playing. Super Nintendo emulators. Oh boy. Yeah, it, they're playing it, Super Mario World. Chrono Trigger. Everything that's old is new again. Yeah. Anyone want to take a guess where he's from? You mean where he's originally from? Yes. Uh, Poland. New Zealand. Germany. Oh, all right. All right. Well, Ralph, welcome to the United States. Welcome well, to America. I bet he's been here for a he's while. He's probably been here longer yeah. than we have. Um, uh, unlikely. <laughs> I think he'd be older than you. It's true. He looks Unlikely. Like... <laughs> he did not look that old. <laughs> what brings you to America, Ralph? What? In 45 seconds, we'll get the answer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, see, this is why video conferencing fails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I've pretty much gone through all of my notes. Uh, we've opened... I thought there were 16 pages All of the mail. Let me ask you, since we haven't talked about it, what... Could... Do you have a, 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 a memory, a Christmas, a lovely, delicate Christmas snowflake of a memory? Oh, you know what? I didn't even put our pictures up that you sent me. That's the probably the that best. Sent me. My pictures were god-awful. Let me, uh... Screen captures from my... While, while John's video. looking at that, I will give my most treasured uh, Christmas memory. All right, let's hear it. <clears throat> now, I'm a little younger than you. A little A bit. little older than John. Um... So I didn't. I played your Amiga and your and the Tandy that we had and all that good stuff. But mm -hmm. I, really, I was a console kid. The NES was my first console. All right. Um, but one of the things I got for Christmas, and this is it's ironic because this story is much like one we've already heard tonight. I got a Game Boy, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and Mom and Dad put it under the tree early, like probably two weeks, two three weeks early. I would unwrap it. Take it out, play it, put it all back together, rewrap it, and stick it back under the tree anytime they went out. Yeah. And I did that for... I was so scared the first time I did it because when I was unwrapping it, I ripped the paper. And I thought for sure they were going to nail me. Um, but I kept doing it, and, I, and the only game that was in the box that came with it was Tetris. Yeah. 
And I played the crap out of it. Oh my gosh! Of course, was... if you're going to have a pack in, that was the all time. <clears throat> oh, well, that's what. Yeah, that's what sold it. Um, but yeah, unwrapped it, played it, would put everything back, wrapped everything back up, stuck it back under the tree. I did that for, for about two weeks out from Christmas. Did they catch you? No, mom didn't ever call. See, well, okay. Our mom and dad's pretty smart. <laughs> yeah. If they caught, if they noticed it, they never brought it up. So you know, uh, along that in that same vein. This is good. This is this is so ludicrous to think about. But I was dying for this wrestling, like it's basically a wrestling dice game. You got wrestlers came on these little uh, cards, and you take dice, and you'd fight somebody. You roll, and you would, and and then you would determine what move they did and how hurt they were. If that sounds ludicrous now, but it was something we used to me. I couldn't wait to get it. And Hose, my buddy Hose, was getting it too. Same sort of deal. I knew it was under the tree. And I unwrapped it and played it for a long time, and then mom and dad eventually figured it out. Now, like, really? Know, yeah, they were like, <clears throat> and they were not happy, by the way, with this. So maybe I did get away with it. Yeah, you might have because well, they, they they fingered me for sure. What'd they say to you? Because I don't remember. Mom this. was mad. She's like, "You're you're ruining your own Christmas." Like, oh, <laughs> that's you know guilty guilty. Oh yeah. Type stuff. Then go ahead. <laughs> You're only hurting yourself. Like, it's, no, funny, it's, it's funny that when it comes to Amiga, all my Christmas memories are hideous. Because I, I'll never forget, I was up on the mountain, and it was Christmas time, and I had no money, right? And I was like, because I, I, at the time, I don't think I had a job. And I just moved back to the after I could lose my job, and I was like, I've got to come up with some money to get Christmas gifts. What do I have here that is of any, of any value? And at that time, Amigas were sort of sort of taken off, and I happened to have an Amiga 1000. At the time, I wasn't playing with it that much, but it was hooked up, you know. But I was like, well, and it was the cool signature one that had all the paw print and stuff on the bottom. I mean, I really liked that thing. And that's the one I bought back. I'd already sold it once and got it back. and So I packed it up, a bunch of, you know, all the joysticks and stuff. I did manage to keep the discs, so I, in my mind, I thought I'd get it back one of these days. But I packed it up and sold it off and got a couple hundred bucks to get Christmas gifts with, you know. So that kind of sucked. But um, that was probably 10 years ago or more. Maybe not that. Well, yeah, yeah, something like that. So flash forward. Now I've got good Amiga memories. we got the show going little on. Memory, little, little ones. Yeah, see? Got, uh, uh, Replace so, the bad Yeah, good. Yeah, so it's, it's much better. It's much <clears throat> better now. But, yeah. All right. Sometimes you have to part with the material objects. We we got some stuff here from chat. Okay. Uh, first, he remarried. His stockfeller was American. He's been here since '92. Oh, all right. wow. All right. Okay. Very good. Um, Kim, I, I honestly don't recall opening it on Christmas morning. Uh, I suppose, <laughs> like like my brother said, it, or like my mom said about my brother, kind of ruined it for myself. Uh, so I, honestly, I don't remember. I just remember opening it. The weeks before Christmas. Crazy, isn't it? Um, we have a guess on the screenshot. By, uh, okay. Uh, Moreville Manor. That's right. What? Well, he did. He he admits he admits to his googling ways. But here at the Amigos, that's cool. That's 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 every way. Cheat the win, have. brother. Yeah. <laughs> Who is it? Uh, Ralph again. Oh, okay. Bam. Ralph, I am uh, preparing the next screenshots here. And uh, let's nice see. Work, Ralph. Ralph Cheating is endorsed. You have won. Oh no! <laughs> Just seeing that box fills me with a certain amount of shivers. Busted cannon fodder, the definitive player's guide. Oh. 
So, I was just talking to Teresa about cannon fodder. We were watching a great mm-hmm. British baking show that we watched, and they had talked about, uh, what was it, the, the big flower, was it a poppy? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I was explaining to her the controversy that game caused when it released out on the cover. Was she enthralled by she, this story? She actually oh, was we like, already have guesses. It. She couldn't believe that that actually had, <laughs> something had happened. But someone had the gall to put that out. I was like, oh yeah, they had the gall. Okay, uh, all right. So, Will, Will Williams guesses midwinter. Okay, wait a minute. That's that's uh, that's incorrect. Oh, well. wait. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Midwinter. Yep. No. Uh, midwinter Eskimo Games. That sounds awesome, but that's not. That's Man, not where do we get uh, that? Yeah. We also have a guess of skate or die. But not. Are you sure it's skate or die? Skate or die. Yeah, it's not skate or die. Hint, hint. I know it. I know it. And we have a guess of Lotus Two. That's correct. Who said that? Uh, another Ralph win for for Lotus Two. Ralph's <laughs> cleaning up. All right, Ralph. Ralph, you're saving us tons on shipping, man. Thank you much. You have won World Cup Soccer Italia 90. Bam! For the Amiga Entertainment System. Now, what would you give that on a scale of 1 to 10? I've never played it. World Cup... I played the Genesis version of this. Mm -hmm. And by played it, I mean I watched the Kim Justice video do it. Oh, yeah, I'll watch that one. And uh, it seems to be a fairly adequate soccer simulation. You know, nothing really outstanding, but a solid game. And that was the Genesis version, so you have a guess. one's going to be awesome. We got a guess from Kim. uh, Kim Tommy one saying that the middle one looks like Hunter. That's, uh, That's incorrect. And then someone else followed up also thought it was Hunter. Yeah, and now it's it could be that um, that 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 Dreamcatch is incorrect because there's re- okay the other two screenshots are from the same game. The other two, okay. We also have a guess of Jaguar XJ220. No. But- oh, we have. Oh, you know what? I misread it twice. He did say it was ski oh or Oh my die. gosh. So. <laughs> you're, an idiot. you're an idiot. Reading is hard. You're horrible at this. Okay, you have won, and that was from uh, that was O'Brien's retro. Okay, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, O'Brien's. So we should send O'Brien something from us. Yeah, O'Brien's You're special American. We're going to send you something something else because we don't want to send you back your own your own goods. Okay. How do you like Diet Pepsi? <laughs> I've, got, I've got an idea for O'Brien. Okay, lay it on us. Well, no, I mean, I'll tell you about it later. It's All right, don't lay it on us. Okay, so we're, we're moving on now to our final screenshot. All right. I didn't know O'Brien's was even in chat. Hi, O'Brien's. Thank you for goodies. It's late over in Norway, too. It's Is burning it? the midnight oil, yeah. I usually stay up till 2 in the morning, generally. So I'm sure they do too. That's what you do. <laughs> okay. The final screenshot is. Oh. And I I know that one immediately. Yeah. Santa Claus. This is really a race to who gets it first. Right. He said postcard is nice. The postcard is nice. Very good. No, no, no. I, I think that was a Oh, hint. okay. I thought you were talking about Dreamcatcher's postcard. Dreamcatcher is quite a solid hand. He made these all himself. It's quite brilliant. These are quite brilliant. You can oh, give bam. These. We have a new winner. Okay. It is Adam's family. It is Adam's right? family. <clears throat> Treyguard82. Ooh, congratulations, Treyguard. Has, has he won anything? No, he All has right. not won anything yet. Give him a good, give him a nice goodie, buddy. Give him the spiel. Good. 
Let them no. uh, Okay, so if you are a winner, please email me at amigos at amigospodcast.com with your mailing address so that I might send this to you. Also, tell me what you have won. Okay? And Treyguard, you have won the Amiga Kids Pack. The Amiga Kids Pack, I sound like like a Double Dare host or something. You've won the Amiga Kids Pack. <laughs> the Amiga Kids Pack is... Uh, this is a three-game pack with three popular television show games. You've got your Count Ducula, Postman Pat, we didn't get that over here in the States, and the Munsters. Wow. But, pretty good. Yeah, all from yeah. horribly good software. All courtesy O'Brien's. Yeah, all goods courtesy of O'Brien's Retro and Vintage. Uh, make sure you play Postman Pat, because that just seems like a great game. O'Brien's. Without him, we're crap. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I will say, I recall Count Ducula, and, uh, well, we can't guarantee the quality of these titles. <laughs> Amigos Podcast makes it bigger. Here's our director run screaming from the end of the night from these titles. All right. So we are nearing the end of our podcast portion. Now, don't go anywhere because we're going to restart the stream over at the computer and start playing some games soon. We made we made uh, Trey Guard's day. So he, he says it's been a rough week. He said this has made my day. Oh, and I well, feel thank Trey you, Trey Guard. Good. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Now, just curiosity's sake here, uh, you didn't actually put the pictures up that you got off your email well this and is your uh your whoa i know who that is <laughs> so aaron why don't you give us a little background on your particular christmas this picture. is a hazy uh eighth generation dubbed off of a, a, a eight uh not a uh, eight millimeter or whatever the film <laughs> turned to vcr I look like old, game incredibly old. I look like a maniac trying you to You look find... like you're tying a tie. No, you're I'm like... actually holding up something. The other one is me wearing bows on my face. If you're wondering what that one It looks like you're going to bollocks fight. Listen, it's hard to get... I, this was me opening packages at Christmas. Now, in this particular... In fact, Brent was sitting beside me, and so was our cousin, Philip. And uh, they were much younger. And I believe I got a shirt or clothes in this particular scene. But uh, my big gift that year, I believe, was a Simon... Ooh, game, no, was good. A, that was a, you good. Know, it was a good game. You know, we also, still have that sign. And also, I think I had an electronic battleship. So, also a nice one. Very cool. That would put that down. Yeah. So, you know what's crazy? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the resemblance between that picture and me? Not so. Here's the difference. Yeah, I had better glasses back then than you do. Yeah, but I have hair. Well, yeah, rub it in. <laughs> I uh, I do. There's a, there's a very very striking resemblance. I there. found a big huge. I, on a, I was throwing away a bunch of old discs a couple months ago. Just I just I mean old CDs. And I was at work and I threw a couple in so it was on them. Just a big wad of them. And all of a sudden I look and it's the only surviving copy of this film that we had. Someone had, had done. Oh no. And that's yeah, that's the full film. Wow. And I, it's up on YouTube right now. If anyone's that bored, but <laughs> you're they, not it, that bored. It's Moses. got two Christmases. It's, it's, it, there's a Christmas oh, where Brent's a little, Brent's a little baby. My great grandmother's holding this little baby high. You guys, you guys got in early on the camcorder thing. Nobody had a camcorder. Well, this wasn't a camcorder. This was a eight millimeter, eight millimeter oh, okay. one of those jobs. And was this this was this was taken off an eight millimeter? That yeah, was, and it was I. It was converted over to uh, someone. They had it converted over to CD, and then they had uh, and then. I see. I uploaded the CD so I wouldn't lose it again, you know. And so that was. So that's what that was. But in terms of gaming or computer stuff, again, we didn't have an Amiga when I was. 
I don't think I ever got any Amiga stuff for Christmas because we didn't we didn't have an Amiga when it was out mm-hmm. at that point, but you know, until in the nineties. But uh, the my thing was a Coco. I remember the greatest Christmas gift we ever got a aside from the Coco itself was a disc drive for the Coco, which was a huge expense. And we had I remember we had uh, a couple dozen discs ready to go. They had been sitting in beside the Coco for like three months, <laughs> and they were all full of games, mm-hmm. and I couldn't play any of them. I could just hold them up and be like, "Oh, <laughs> you know." So we were dying, dying for some, for some, for a disc drive. And lo and behold, Santa brought us one, and it was a great, it was a great day. And I remember being so excited about that. We packed up the Coco, the disc drive, and the monitor, and took it to my grandma's for the day because we always went to my grandma's for Christmas. So, oh. yeah, so, yeah. But I uh, played a lot of computer games. Uh, uh, around Christmas time, I'd usually get a bunch of new stuff, and, uh, for, not just for the Coco. Uh, I did, you know, come think of, I did get a, a couple of Amiga things for Christmas. I got one of the uh, uh, the sound digitizer. Mm-hmm. It was a Christmas gift someone gave me. And also the um, DigiView video digitizer Ooh. with a color wheel, if you remember those. No. You probably don't. Do you remember that? Is this like what you put in front of your black and white TV to simulate color? No, 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 no. This was to scan. This was to digitize graphics onto the Amiga. Okay. You'd put the color wheel behind a, a camera, and then you would take the you would put it between the lens and what you're taking a picture of. So you'd do blue. You'd turn it to like do red, and I think it was like yellow. And it would basically take three pictures and sort of... Make a color picture. I don't know why I did it that way exactly. Okay. This is archaic, but it was, you know, I think of when it was made. And I always thought this was that was kind of neat. So those are two things I did get Amiga wise for mm-hmm. Christmas. Most of the time, actually, my buddy, uh, my buddy Larry, I believe, gave me a stack of goodies discs that he'd made that he'd procured for mm-hmm. me. I remember that one time too. So some good computer stuff for Christmas. But when that was taken, there were no home computers. Yeah. It was too it was long. Too early. That was probably circa nineteen seventy eight or seventy nine, probably. So yeah, I'm old. All right, and then finally, <clears throat> we got real quick. We got some okay. folks leaving chat. I mean, I imagine it. Um, O'Brien's right. again. Good night. Uh, Try and have a good one. Uh, O'Brien's. Uh, Ralph, have a good one. Uh, thanks for stopping by, guys. Uh, yeah, it's always more fun when you can kind of interact with chat. Yeah. It's, uh, it's in nice. the future, we will uh, hopefully have a, a slightly better... So oh God, that picture. <laughs> we'll have a slightly better setup. But, yeah. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming out. It's been awesome. Is that a young boat? That is. So, we're going to throw that up here. This is the, this will be our final picture. Uh, and I did not have a, um Amiga growing up. But what I did have was a Super Nintendo, and one of the best Christmases I can remember was the Christmas of 1994. Aaron, you were about 35. I was 13. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, you so, it up. 94, I got, and I asked for and received my, my one big gift, because these games were expensive <laughs> back in the day. You know, Super Nintendo games, they had those, like, 4 meg, 6 meg cartridges, it's about eighty dollar game, Final Fantasy three, and uh, that's ridiculous. I was a happy camper when I received that, and that was a ninety four. Yeah, that's eighty bucks a ninety four. That's big that's money. Big money. You can see though for the retro uh, tie in <coughs> behind me. This is a um, Magnavox uh, S video monitor that I had my Atari twelve hundred XL hooked mm. up to. You know, it's funny. I was listening to uh, uh, the uh, Jaguar podcast on the way in, and they were talking about a game called Checkered Flag. Which is hideous, hideous <laughs> game. This thing had an NPR back in the day. The asking price seventy nine bucks. Oh, and it was horrible. Ooh, and it was for the Jaguar. That is, you know, <laughs> it was 
So at least you knew you were getting quality when you paid your drop that money on that thing. That's true. I, was, I mean, I, I mean, if you're into that sort of thing, I'm scanning through. God, can you imagine eighty? Didn't the N64 games get kind of expensive too? Didn't they? Yeah. Oh, here the we end go. Of the cart era. This is a much better picture. And if you'll recall, the uh, uh, what was it? The virtual racing for the Sega Genesis was a hundred dollars. That was a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is this this will be my last picture. This is a much better retro themed picture. This is me probably nineteen ninety or so with the Atari and the awesome nineteen uh, ninety button. No, yeah, it had to be older than that, didn't it? Maybe, maybe so. Maybe you're right. I was probably eight, so that yeah, that's probably nineteen. So you 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 grew up in the Atari computer scene, right right yeah. out of the gate. Yeah, yeah, that was my first computer. That's the twelve hundred, twelve hundred right XL, the same one that's sitting right over there. Awesome. And uh, do you recognize that game? Oh boy, I can't. It's awful small. That's a uh, Death Star battle. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They, that, didn't they have a version of that for the uh, uh, twenty six? They did. Game? Yeah, they did. I remember it. Yeah, Parker Brothers. They, right, yeah. Parker Brothers game. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it's time for our last biggest giveaway. We are giving away. Now that everyone's gone. <laughs> well, this is this, you, you don't have this, to be. This is the if you stuck around. <laughs> you don't have to be present to win. This is the Defender of the Crown. Wow. Can I win Extended that? Collector's Cut. It's more valuable than gold and much more tougher and difficult to obtain. Now, Brent, you are eligible to win this. Because oh, sweet. I have, <laughs> Yoink. Uh, I, have, <laughs> I have created a list. Um, have you checked it twice? Our, of our, all of our Patreon, uh, our Patreon game selection committee members. Bam. I'm on that list. And uh, basically, yeah, I've numbered. I've given everyone a number. And uh, Aaron, you're going to select a number between one and fourteen. We can have. We have wouldn't it be better to have Patreon, a? Wouldn't it be better to have a random number <laughs> generator? Well, I guess if you want to fire one up, or sure. Do go for well, it. Well, you don't think I could pick a number? Well, you know, one you know, through people, fourteen. That's people pretty, might think it's slanted. That's pretty tough. <laughs> uh, I will go to. I the, would be more comfortable with the. I don't want just people to think there's some shenanigans. But I don't want Brent to win this either. So I'd hate to try. I will say, uh, folks, uh, uh, Sven, they did a great job on this. Uh, and, it uh, looks amazing. It took us forever to get it. You'll probably get it much quicker. Uh, you've got uh, a lot of nice uh, little items here, postcards and, and, and documents. You're going to send this complete, but right? you're not going to oh, take yeah. anything out. Yeah. So this will be the, f- I mean, you're not getting like something we picked over. I mean, this is. You said was- 1 through 14? This is a re- right. This is the review. We did a review on this, and uh, we were going to give it to one of our fine uh, Patreon folks. And you know, Aaron, I'll let you do the honors. Click on the old generate button. In fact, uh, if we can. And, and by the way, uh, and if you don't support us on Patreon, no big deal. Uh, I know how that goes. It's tough. M- money's tight or whatever. We appreciate everyone, and we w- we want to make sure everyone knows that we love them. We wish them a Merry Christmas. Uh, and uh, we'll probably be giving away more stuff in the future now that we have a good angle for doing it. So. Right. Uh, in all honesty, uh, the the obviously who do, who the people who don't donate but still care enough to listen and come around, uh, you know, outnumbers the folks that do donate. Uh, and the, everyone's important. Right. Everyone has a everyone plays a role in keeping this thing going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listener, sharer, uh, updater of content. Um, right. Uh, everything we get in the mail, <clears throat> I mean, 
All right, well, it's your all show, but all right, here it comes. This is-